Clap. Welcome back, gentlemen. John Watkins, Nick Blackman. Hello. Kevin Kelly bring you another incredible, well-thought-out, intriguing Pre-planned. episode. International. Yes. Worldwide, wide, wide. <laughs> worldwide, wide, wide. Very much worldwide. Yeah. Very much worldwide. Uh, welcome to Winners Take Y'all, tonight's guest, so we can go ahead and let you know. So if you want to, some people timestamp it now on our, our uh, Facebook so thanks for the comments. I love looking at some of the dumb comments, man. There's some very funny comments. Funny, very, quality. Very yep. dumb ones. Some dumb comments on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter. Winners take y'all. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, winners take y'all as well. That's John Watkins, Fireball Watkins. Yep. Fireball Watkins. Right here and drinking it. You want to show him your balls like McAdoo? Yep. Sugar, balls. Sugar balls McAdoo. Hey, if my balls have been Sugar like balls McAdoo. The whole stadium would have smelled like fresh cookies. My balls have been out like that. Could you that. imagine everybody be like, somebody's cooking sugar cookies, man. I love sugar cookies. I like really nice sugar And they're cookies. like, those aren't sugar cookies. Those are sugar balls. That's sugar balls, son. How like I was watching that race real time and I never never knew. I asked you Weege. You see that mate stick flopping? <laughs> some of the people knew. The Weege people on didn't the floor know. Why well, did not know? But some of the people on the floor were very aware. And oh. that supposedly it was a little bloody by the end. Okay, I needed to. He didn't dra- drag that thing over that the disastrous medical was, mobile was a little, unit. Little bloody. Like they didn't try to grab C spine and put some protection on that thing. <laughs> you know, when you crash, you yeah, got, yeah. one guy's got to hold the neck, well, you know maintain C spine. So that's I would figure somebody has to go in and grab C spine on the wiener and keep that thing straight. Now for all our folks that ain't like first responders, yes, probably never heard that. No, C spine. Yep, you probably heard it because you've been hurt a few times. All right, grab C spine. No, I haven't been hurt that no. bad. Thankfully, although so, your track did try to kill me multiple times. Take care, take care. Like, if that happened to me and I crashed, then I came up. You know how, like, you see on movies, you're like, save my brother, save yeah, my yeah. child. I'd be like, like, final words. They start looking save at my, my face. I'd be like, no, save my wiener. <laughs> save my balls. Put, keep if the I smell. come back, put this thing in some pickle juice and I'll come back and I'll reattach it <laughs> later on. Yeah, and just keep next it on ice, man. I'll my, use my wiener and my brain. Juice. It ain't done. It ain't worn down to a nub yet. Why didn't you use ice? Pickle juice seemed more appropriate. I mean, it, that's what you that's put, what you put in, dong son. meat on. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows you put it in the pickle. Like, you know how you go to like the old school liquor stores that had the giant pickles? Just, those yeah. aren't pickles. They've been in, and those are dongs of people that have been hurt real bad. Years ago. Yep. In the and 40s. they're just waiting on them to come back. <laughs> I mean, okay, who, that's those, one of the things those we didn't pickles do. are 50 years old and they're still delicious. They're not pickles. So that's why you throw You've a wiener. You've been eating dong your whole well, life. Well, just a friendly note you chop your wiener off, sling that, go up sling there to Abby's Oasis and grab some uh, and throw it on the counter. <laughs> She'll put it in the pickle jar. The, the pickle jar is like 14 inches jar. tall. I mean, they were you got to go in uh, elbow deep. Oh, you're getting juice. Yeah, that'd be a problem juice. for me then because if they reattached it. And then every Whose time, wiener is this? Like, they don't put the names well, on it. Here's the problem. You know, <laughs> Maybe you get to look through the pickle bit, jar and pick oh, one. Oh, yeah, like when you go to Texas Roadhouse. You got your hand in your there. Sack. Sack. <laughs> the murky water, you can see your hand. Get the big like, one. Get the big one, Dad. Like stagnant on top, you know. You're like. <laughs> the little lightweight ones are way up top. The big heavy. The heavy, heavy ones. Steve Carnegie's big, is way on the bottom. Yeah. Big dong down there. <laughs> 
reaching. The- That's a good one, Dad. It would be a problem because then, like, every time I got naked, if I got an erection, it smelled Whoa. like. If I got an erection, it smelled like pickles. Pickle juice. Well, for and a then while. I'd have the sugar smell too. So it'd be That's like a wild. One. It's an. It might be a nausea. So we're not going to really touch that. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, low hanging fruit. Like everybody's already done. But we're not going to say a word about it. No, we're not. No, <laughs> we won't talk about it at all. If, if, of all the shows, you should expect so much wiener talk from. <laughs> we'll meat always sticks. have wiener talk. A lot of wiener talk. It just we're not going to direct it easy. at it's Cameron. Yeah. But however, if there was ever a writer to have a good attitude about, oh, it, he's, he was so funny about it. His freaking nickname is Whackers Dog. I mean, that is perfect nickname. Sackadoo. Yes. Cam I mean, Dingo. Yeah. Like the pickles are Cam. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mandingo. Yeah, yeah, Mandingo. Yeah, Cam you got Dingo. Cam Dingo. And then you see the butt patch with the black dude, dude sitting there I with know, that big wiener hanging out. Have you seen that? I was <laughs> never a true professional motocrosser. But to leave your junk hanging and keep out on and going. get after it and Go. ride your tail off. Ride a supercross. Ride your Where balls did he finish off? in the race? I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't I, even I, know. I got 15th in my head, but I may be wrong. But, but I don't like, care. You know, he charged. If you, with, if you just he finished fifteenth, his penis finished thirteenth. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's ahead. They should have put the uh, the timing and scoring thing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that's what cost that the finish thing. on yeah, first. First for sure. Yeah. He was in twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. The good news for him is yes. <laughs> he represented himself well. It's not like he it was my cold. Wife, my yeah. wife thought. That he represented himself very well. Wow. She was impressed. Impressive. I, yeah. And yeah. I ain't trying to say that so that we all know now that mine is smaller than Cameron McAdoo's. No doubt about it. <laughs> but the fact that I told you she was impressed, I kind of just said that. Yeah. We knew. We were like, so stupid. She, right she was now. like, yeah, the big ones always hurt. So she, <laughs> yeah. That's what Nick's line is. Thank goodness yours is perfect. Yeah. My wife dated the University of Tennessee, the quarterback. <laughs> I found that out in high school because he went to McEachern with her. I'm Not like, really? Good. Not a good feeling. You're not really? laying over there like, yeah, I'm glad she did that. So now you knew she'd been lying to you this whole time. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so, no, it's not. Blue 38. Why, you, why are Red you lying? Red banana hammy. That gets her turned on anytime I do that. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Just She's go down. run that post route. Oh, yeah. Talk, <laughs> talk football to me. Yeah. yeah, and that's hard on a man. A man's sitting there, that's you know, a, a man's a going story. to work, and a man's trying to get after it, trying to please his old lady, and she says, "And you got talk you, football to me." Yeah. I mean, that you're like, where's where this coming from? But on the scary. flip side of that, there's probably been a lot of people, a lot of dudes got laid just from their like their women watching Tom Brady. You think on Sunday? You know yeah, what I mean? Man, like, I, guess I, I don't know, man. She loves to do it after we watch. My the wife's Patriots. more of a Cameron McAdoo fan. Yeah, now, you know. now she is. <laughs> now she is. No doubt, man. That's like Zion Cameron, Williams' show hey. blowing shoe when it blew out the kid from Duke when he yeah, plays yeah. for the Pelicans yeah. now, and he blew his shoe out. Like, how did how did we won't go? I mean, we're going to talk about the wiener stuff, but how did it tear his pants up that bad and not tear his wiener at all? Yes, it had I been think, a I think the wiener edge. blood or whatever happened. Uh, and we'll get to that Zapruder film, I'm sure. Back and to the left. Yes. Back Grassy and knolls. to the left. Yeah. That's my uh, JFK reference. His yeah. head went back and to the, to left. the left. So there must have been, like, it just, the cheese grater seat grinded on it, and that's probably, like, when you set up for a turn, Dude, imagine you came just in there, plopping down on the seat. I know, that's, like what, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you just graze it, just a, you know when you sit down wrong, and you're like, you'll get sick to your stomach. Yeah. yeah. That's a man's Old man. men have that happen like I don't know. I can't believe he did it. Okay, so one time we were leaving. laps. We were leaving. Uh, is this a dong story? Yes, it is a dong story. It's fine, but it is really no dong in it, other than my concern for my own. So <laughs> I'm always concerned for we my own. Yeah, I'm, I'm always worried about it. Yes. So we're leaving the track at uh, down by Charlie Brown Airport, Sand yeah, Track, practice right? track. Yep. 
And we're going back to the truck, and I'm sitting there, and we're standing up on the bike talking to whoever's riding with me. And the, you know how sand will get like those big erosion yeah. cracks or ruts in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's two feet deep. You know, we're riding across the top. Proper of the- term in the Georgia handbook for sedimentation and erosion control is RILS, R I L L S. So we're going across I don't like a, it though. a reel right. that I did not see, and I hit it and go over the bars. Oh right? my gosh. Okay. That's as, shocking. As I go You're over. You're just the- cruising? You're not even like calling. You're no, just, just riding cruising. back to the truck. Yeah, oh, but God. I had looked over it and was talking to somebody. So as I go over the bars, the throttle side hangs me in the growing area. Oh my right? gosh! As dude. I go over, in the gro- tears my the pants gro- a little bit, and it just like hit me so hard that everything <laughs> felt numb. And I was like, God, I think that. I said, like, Damn, man, it, bar- it hit me like right in the nuts or right around right? my dick. And so Stop. I and stick my I'm demonstrating. I stick my hand down there to check on little Elvis, and when <laughs> oh. I pull, I pull it out of my no. pants. Oh, is there blood? There's blood. Oh what? my god, dude! I, just pout. I fell down. I'll pass I out. Almost, I don't know where I'm laying. No, I literally almost passed out. Like I got like, oh shit, and got down to one knee, and then. I took it off, and luckily I just had cut myself. Like Still, though, right that's above. way close. Oh, it scared me. That's man. the racer's edge, just like Mac. Dude, I t- did I tell this story on the show where I had my surgery for my balls that blew up that got real big? No. No? <laughs> this is only about five years ago. For my balls that blew well, up. Well, what happens is there's two sacks. You got a your sack, then there's another inner sack. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so there's double sack. We double sack it. Yeah. You know, like when you go to the grocery store. You know, store, you go to the grocery store. Double bag it. You man, those are heavy. Them. You better yeah, double you better bag that. Yeah, so. So they double you get your double bag. Like you get a 40. The inner the inner bag yes. the inner bag blue. And this thing gets as that big. You it had got smooth balls. Oh, it's like they're very that, smooth. What were you Boom. doing to blow it? <laughs> Nothing. So no, something just ten percent of men this happens to. God, you're making my stomach. Ten percent out of every I'm ten thinking. listeners is gonna have At, their inner membrane. If, you, if this has happened to you, I found out one of the one of our uh one of the pros that is currently racing, a rookie in the two fifty cop, not a rookie, but second year. He hit, it's happened to him. And so, he had smooth balls too. Big, very, taut, very smooth, taut, taut, taut. Yeah. Sort so, of like you had Botox. So I went, I went for a while. I was like, this is not good. And I was at the fire station. My lieutenant goes, I was telling Look, everybody. Oh, wait, about, well, no, well, no, well, no, which lieutenant? Myers. Okay. Because if we were talking about that, I'd be one. like, Holmes, he was going to do an so. inspection. He'll be like, you just got to bite just, it right here on the bottom. Let me look at that real good. If you bite it gently. So anyway, he goes, man. I was showing just... You showed my No, I didn't show them. Oh, my... I, I just said, from, through the clothes, I said, yeah. check this out. They're like, whoa. The so they're like, dude, you need to go to the doctor. Was it painful? Like, Nah, not really. Not okay. at all. So I, uh, I, he goes, go to the doctor today on shift. I went down and I made an appointment and the dude gets a flashlight out. And I'm like, what's going on here? He shines a light. He goes, so if you can see through it, it's just liquid. Okay. So we're, it yeah, wasn't, a, wasn't a cancerous thing or whatever. So he goes, yeah, you're good. You thump these sons Woo! of bitches while it's like this. If, if you can imagine what a, remember the old school dodgeballs that when you hit them? That noise? What's that doing? I don't know. Uh, are we plugged in? It just turned off. We are not plugged in. Uh, we're not. It ran out of battery. <sighs> Boy, we are a, we are a mass. Right, we're going to pause this show. Maze gonna... of. And we're recording again. Back, Nick, you can clap. All right, that was that wasn't too bad. Now let's hear about your balls. All right, so in case you were listening, our battery on our GoPro went dead. We're just a, a plethora of technical difficulties. Technolo- technologically uh, impaired here, but yeah. So the inner sack bust 
balls blow up big. Big, big, meaty balls, and then they, I go and they're like, like moose size, balls? smooth. They were that big, sack. One, but so I go there. They're like, you can do two things. We'll punch a big thing in Fuck, there. And just we'll, stop, no, and then we'll drain <laughs> it. Yeah, that's what he's. That's option one. Man, we got this goddamn rivet, but gun. it's popped already. So it's like, so what's going to make it not do it again? He goes, we'll drain that thing. We'll stick a big old needle in it. Oh God, and I'm like, my stomach I'm like, hurt. no, I'm already no on that. I'm or out. we'll cut For you. Sure. From the base all the way to your butt, 30 stitches, Shit. and it'll be done. I'm like, well, I don't like that option either. Is there a, or is there a pill? There's a string Do not have of, a vampire that can there's bite There's a string off. of $5 hookers out there. That'll suck it dry. <laughs> so I went with the option B. So it's sort of like amniotic fluid. I mean, you basically. It's just, yeah, it's like your knee. Like, it's the same fluid. Like, they're going to draw it out of there. But So Dang I did the surgery, it. and then I come out, and I'm like, like Nick, I'm like, I don't want to look at it. It's all. To death. It's. I'm wearing this weird ass underwear that's for this with no ass to it. It's basically <laughs> no it's, ass. No, yes. Yeah, it's so dumb. Just in time Why does it not have an week. ass? Why did you not have an ass on? Freaking Sturgis, dude. You're all about bike. Yeah, that's, again, I'm probably the only guy that got that. Like they, everybody else gets regular underwear. They're like, uh, answer these few things. What kind of motorcycle do you have? KD80. All right, you'll get the while assless. you were out. Myers yes. calls down there and goes, hey, he had you got a K- anything assless? He had a KD80, so make sure yeah. he gets KD80 underwear. They're looking at patient history and it's like previous Rota motorcycles. KD. Yeah, <laughs> rode so a KD80. So they 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 did. What did we do? This don't taste right. Nothing. Okay, we'll find out. If I pass out and ask a bunch of crazy stuff, to let me know. I'll drink it. <laughs> so they cut me and do the whole deal. I come home and I'm like, I wait as long as possible before I go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, how do I do this? Like, I would be so dude, scared, dude. I just went in there and I just said, wherever it goes, I don't. I am not touching this thing. All that was pretty bold floor. on your part though, because as bad as the syringe sucking the juice out of your balls sounds. 30 stitches is not appealing. It was either. terrible. That was I terrible. I swear you're making my stomach hurt so bad. That was terrible. That's not a cool scar either. Like, I can't, go, I to the, I can't go to the bar and go check this Hey, out. man. Man, what did you do that? Right here and see this us. old porn incident, porn accident. I'd have been a superstar if I wouldn't have blown my balls out. I was out. on the way to Like when you blow star. your knee out, I'd have been number one porn star. But I'm super curious about that scar now. Blowed my it's balls there. out. It's train tracks. But, man, the, when, when I had to peel it's the galls and the fuzzies that were stuck to it, I was like, I cannot do this. You didn't like, use like brake parts cleaner and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christine had those rubber gloves. She's <laughs> in the parts bin cleaner. She had the blower on the air compressor and she sprayed <laughs> it with some brake cleaner. <laughs> Just hit it with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. God, so, that sounds it was terrible. terrible. I missed six weeks. Of How work. long were you married during that point? Weeks. Uh, a few years. Okay, good. So I was packing. <laughs> all the kids like we didn't tell them initially, and then I'm like, all right. They're like, what's going on with this Guess guy? What? Like, what? I bloat my balls out. They're like, why is he walking like he just rode a horse from right? Like, what's Poly- wrong with this Poly- guy? Up Washington. It's a real whatever thing. Whatever that stands. Yeah, uh, Lance Kobish. He's the rider that you can ask Lance oh, about. Yeah. His, he uh, he has kids. Ten percent. Look it up. Balls. Kids, I need y'all to rec- remain calm. But your dad has a leak in his ball sack. <laughs> Yeah, Currently. you would think it, but it's gonna blow me around okay. the room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just start shooting out. People yeah, are like, dude, yeah. his leg is soaking. The whistle wet. when you sat down. <laughs> <laughs> he lands at the dinner table. Hey, did we say who we have on the show? Did we already say that? No. You d- sort of we like, all like, told we tried. Us. We got it and we started telling Cameroon oh, Macadamia. Yeah. Nathan Ramsey is gonna be on. <laughs> the uh team manager for Husqvarna and former Honda Supercross winner. Mm-hmm. In the 450 class, in the big boy class. Yep. 
And uh, I think he was an East Coast champion, right? Did yeah. he win the two fifty? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I think he did. I feel like he did. I don't so we'll know have him on, and we got, we're going to have Josh Greco. Now, this this just came out of nowhere. I was talking to uh, Brad Gebhardt from Big MX Radio, and he was we were just talking about guys that have been racing forever now, and it made me think of Kevin Walker. Like, Kevin Walker, really, if he's he, probably raced 48 he, years. Well, he never chased. Like, when he turned pro, he just said, I'm doing a mega series forever. Yeah. Do you remember him? Dude, like, local stuff. Yeah, he, he was in ever, my class every time I went to Loretta Lynn. I know, but. What I'm saying is, do you remember him ever going, all right, man, we'll, we, he, he did really good at Gatorback. He did really great at Millville. Well, no, I don't remember any pro ever. nationals, but I know I don't he remember could wax him. anybody that raced him. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not every saying. Every time. I'm just saying he's the opposite of these guys that they yeah. turn pro and yeah, then who they turns just, pro and and just they get in a local. van and go. Well, he, they get in a van and go. Like these dudes. Like So Josh Greco is one of those guys. He's been doing it. For 14 years. But he not actually went to pro races, though. I mean, I've, we've, I have we know who his name is, not because of Loretta yeah, Lenz. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, my point is, he got in a van, took off, and has been chasing his dream for 14 he years. He came home 14 years And then later. Kevin Walker, I, I mean, he spotted in a few national. I know he had to race a handful of them. Sure. But he never, like, he could have totally done well. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, I, he probably made more money. With the mega well, series, you hear about all those contingencies back in the, the day Supercross, in the nineties, yeah, and all the arena. Barry Carston had to have knocked yes. down a couple hundred a year, easily on Suzuki contingencies because right. he'd be in every class possible. Right. So know. it just made me think. I'm like, how do you do that? And for like, nor like when my little brother did it, we were like, dude, you got like two years before nobody's going to be. Able for to you help need you. to be at work. You need to go to work, yeah. and it's time to grow up, and blah blah blah. So I asked Josh on the phone. I'm like, I got a couple questions. What? How have you done this, and why have you done this? So yeah. we'll find out. I just it just hit me. I'm like, I want to call this guy just because I've never seen a dude yeah, chase I mean, that dream for 14 if years. If you think about the number of years of local racing, 14, and by the time you turn pro, you're 36. Someone who's, someone who's quality, 34. They've done all that local stuff. It'd be hard to just continue to continue do to it. do it like like Walker did. I could see being motivated for for a few for years. nationals and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. but not for locals. I Man, that's like the hardest thing. So, Nick, you said the other week, you're like, well, I mean, we got to go to that sand mountain race. It's only two hours. I have an easier time driving 10 hours to mid-Ohio because now it's a destination trip. Oh, yeah, we'll go do that. Yeah. To go right across the state line, I'm just like, I mean, I don't care if we go. Yeah, and you know, at this, like, at this point heck? in my my riding, which is not is very small, I, or even doing events, I love weird one Big off weirdo day things. in the dirt Baja Bra. The gypsy race looks amazing. The huge smooth ball, smooth balls, smooth uh, balls concert type stuff. Yeah, and then VMD. Uh, do they still have the huge smooth balls festival? What is do. it called? Every year you get invited back. If you have the surgery, you are now a member of the huge. You have to smooth. flash that scar to get in, though. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah, that, it's, it's, it's a barcode. It's like you can't fake it. <laughs> They <laughs> scan your barcode. They just stick yep. their hand down your pants and come on in, buddy. Yeah, Un- dog, he's it. got it. So yeah, there's that stirrups. If stirrups are like part of the cover charge, I mean, yep. I, do I have to get in this? I don't know. You know what I'm saying, John? I think uh, for a little bit of a backstory, we uh, last show, last show we were reckless. Would you care? Would you think? We would you say we were reckless? Well, take a swig, we, take a we, pull of that. Yeah, before I don't you... know if I can just talk about this. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious about this. This is very serious, John. Hold on, let me get a sip of that too. It's hard to just come up. It's hard to talk about certain subjects 
straight. You know what I mean? Like you got to lubricate the really got to, you got to do something to let your guardrails down because this hurts the heart. <laughs> Nick, Nick, get a shot, man. Get in there, buddy. This is because I know you've got a lot of emotional. Yeah, I'm not as quite as sympathetic. Yours is on a different side, but you, but it's still emotion, and it's still at the far end of an emotion, right? I'm on one side of the emotion. And yeah, my side hurts because we got some heat. A lot of heat. We got a lot of heat on our YouTube channel, which we have like three people that follow us, but. We didn't know how international know those how three international. followers. There's a guy from Latvia that did not take kindly to your disparaging remarks, your arrogant remarks. American arrogance. Just pure arrogance. So if anybody doesn't remember last week, at the, at the tail end, I sort of talked about my retirement goals were to go to the motocross to nations wherever it's at in the world. Which we're going this year. Woo! Demons High Football Rules. <laughs> yes, exactly. But Demons High School Football Rules. I kind of said. Uh, Bill and Ted's I said uh, I made a statement like I'm going no matter where it's at in the world, wherever you know, unless it's in somewhere like Latvia, some war torn country. That did not go over super well. No, it did not. Because you know, when I said that, the reason I pulled Latvia is they do have a motocross the nations team. <laughs> yes, they do. I've seen jerseys yeah. and I've seen riders yeah. and I've seen them go around the Wolf track. Sport. Yeah, I've seen Oof. their Wolf Sport ads, Oof. you know, and their their jerseys. But I really shouldn't have just what took country the should sights you have said and that? aimed. I should have said. I mean, I said Iraq? fifteen Yemen Road, and then I said Iran, and then we Iran. talked about Baghdad. So everybody's cool with us talking shit on Iran, right? Iraq, Iraq. Yeah, I think either one of those are fine because you know, or Yemen, they're just too sandy. Careful. That's still in the region, bro. But I, I had the address. I had 15 You're dancing Yemen with Road. the devil. This guy wants the heat. They're having a lot of he problems. He wants to the smoke. They got more problems than our show. Listen, I had to answer Maybe. this. I, I got called <laughs> to the mat, and I told them, I said, we will issue a formal apology. Well, and I would have reached out to you and said, I need to apologize anyway, because it was heavy on my heart all week. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm just sitting here... It, it's grinding it on was Nick. fine on until I lost my appetite and I couldn't sleep. And right. once it got to that point, I was like, I need to talk to Kevin. And Amanda's, and, she's like, what's wrong, John? Like, yeah, your and wife. she kept like, thinking like it was. Is it me? Do she, I not, first am I not she thought I had a anymore? medical problem. Yeah, so it's causing marital problems. Yeah, and she goes. Kids won't hang with you. You won't you make love to your wife. You must have a medical issue for right. this. And I was like, no, there's no, I don't have <laughs> he, any medical He has issue. the blue pill. That didn't work. Nothing would get you rolling. Yeah, so after... When I was just about to pick up the phone to reach out to you, it was about the time the our Latvian supporters it went crazy. It went crazy. Started you know, it went wild. drilling you on Twitter, holding on you to YouTube, the map. Instagram and about such an arrogant the arrogance of us. American. Arrogant statement. So what I did was I And I appreciate what's happening here, but I'm gonna go out on record and say I'm not apologizing for shit. Okay, but <laughs> Nicholas Nick's got a different you didn't lose any sleep this week no, like me. He's not been able to make sweet. I've got a whole soft. different Go ahead and Delicious. tell your apology. I've got a red-blooded American Latvian problem. Okay. Okay, well, but can I we'll go first? Because right now my heart's bleeding. I, I want you to go first. Okay, so <laughs> I and I didn't want, you know, when you're arrogant, that usually means ignorant. Correct. Because why else would you be arrogant unless you just were ignorant? I so, think you are also misinterpreting that thing, that term because him repeating the fact American, er, American arrogance, you are taking as a negative. 
I think that's a positive thing. <laughs> well, you let him finish. I know. Sure, I just need sure, to get sure. this off because let him get okay. it off. If I have another night without sleep, so I will love making. solve this international issue. And love making. Let's get John so, to make love. He needs to make love. When yeah, I, all I want to do is make love, and <laughs> and I have been robbed of that this week. And so, in order to not be arrogant, I reached out. You know, and I didn't know where to start. So there's a United she, States ambassador to Latvia. His name is Christopher Robinson. And I was like, you know what? what? I'll Master call, Robinson. I call Christopher Robinson. Christopher Robinson, Winnie the Pooh. You're not going to believe this, but he wasn't very busy, and he took my call. I, I was like, <laughs> I figured he'd be cover up with all these like Latvian did, issues. This and dude stuff. reached out to this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hello, it's um, John Watkins. How so are I, you? I talked to Christopher. No, he had. He was American. Oh, oh my He's bad. the United States ambassador. See this to guy's Latvia. like. See that's how dumb you guys but are. But the first thing he, out of his mouth is. You need to call the Latvian ambassador to the U.S. And I'm Whoa. like, well, what is her name? And her name is Maurice Selga. And I don't really know how to say that, but Maurice Selga. Is they don't roll their it. R's, so for sure. So I, I call her, and she is livid. No, she no. <laughs> She had already heard about it, of it's course. Really? And I'm like, then man. I called her and said, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? No, I called her crawling. Nick goes, oh, I was on Maurice? My... I could have like he's already knew. You know what I mean? He's already hung out with the lady. I call her when and she was I'm a like, junior. I'm on my hands and knees. I'm crawling to the phone because I'm so weak from the lack the of lack sleep, of love you know? making. And then she's like, Hey, you really need to speak to the prime minister about this. We've already been in talks. And I'm like, Okay, so who's the prime minister? <laughs> the, the whole country's in, uh, up in arms over winners take y'all. <laughs> So the prime minister's name is Evica Selena, and okay. so I get Evica on the phone. Ivanka or I- no Evica? So I'm like, why are none head. of these it's, top officials she likes busy? It when you like Evica. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's already hung out with her as well. Obviously, I'm obviously. Gonna, yeah. She went. She rode in the back of the van one time, but like, I was just like, balls, how can they not that. be busy? You know, it's like, what, right. how can y'all take this phone call? And they're like. You don't understand how big of an issue this is. I will take for this you call. to just throw your American arrogance. So I get done with Positive. her talking, you know, and I'm like, hey, I just want to, I just need to air. make this right. And she goes, you know, you need to do this on next week's podcast, but I want you to speak to one more person. And I'm like, Jeez. who? And she's like, you need to call the lumber export ambassador. And I'm like, why? What the hell can a lumber export ambassador have but to do why? with anything? Yeah. And she's like, You've hurt our gross domestic product because people do not want to buy Latvian lumber, which happens to be the national export. That's like their number one export is wood that has been sawn, pre-sawn wood. And so that dude's name is Andres Elise. And he goes, look, man, write the formal apology. Make it right. Put it on the air. I'm laying crews off over here. Like our saw blades are getting rust So there's no making in your house. This and man, there's, no there's no wood no, being sawn in Andres's. <laughs> there's no wood here or, or in Latvia. Yeah, the wood has taken it's the so hit. It's so soft. It's flaccid. It, yes, it's very <laughs> soft wood, very dangly. I can't even saw that wood over there anymore. No. So. It's so dangly and floppy. <laughs> it's just The only wood we've seen is McAdoo, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, would, I wrote the formal apology right. at the request of the United States Lumber Export Ambassador, and I would like to read that now. You have the floor. First of all, one more thing. (laughs) The prime minister mailed me certified return receipt, so I had to sign for it. And it was kind of like a blank form. So they this is what they wanted me to say. Oh, so it's like a hostage letter. 
Well, yes. So Hello, I, I am John Watkins, and they're so, treating me very well. <laughs> blinking, he's Morse code blinking. <laughs> Please, if I blink three times, yeah. help me. Anyway, I'll so pause. it says, I, John Watkins, was so irresponsible <laughs> to the 1.9 million people of Latvia. I would like to fully extend an apology to all Latvian pa- patriots. I was. Uh, Careless. Especially offensive to Alexander's oh my God, Agita. He, he's gonna, I was very, you? my comments were very irresponsible to Aina Agnesi. Listen, we don't have time to go through I was all also that. irresponsible with my comments towards Alfred's Alma, who I, happens listen, to have land right. on 15 I know Union we're going Road. in alphabetical order, which means <laughs> they sent stop. you all 1.9 million names of everybody that lives in Latvia. That's not that many, though. I want, If I you'll just give me that, a minute. 1.9, there's not enough pages on that notebook. That's barely the county we live in. <laughs> right. All right. Okay, so, so the, I was very what, responsible to the entire alphabet of Latvia. Yes. With my comments. Um, so in order to pay for my um, reckless, just wow, abusive behavior, with the just flinging the arrogant tongue, <laughs> just, it just rolled. Right. I proposed to the Latvian people. This is how he's gonna. Uh, this is incredible. He's making penance. That yeah. every karaoke bar that I enter for the next two years. Two years. I will sing the Latvian national anthem instead of George Strait, yes. George Jones, Toby Keith, rest in peace. This is this is my dedicated karaoke song for the next two Your years. Latvia, I will pledge to the Latvian people <laughs> that this will not happen again. The wood and we sell and, still, the, I, and we cut. The wood and we ship. <laughs> we cut and ship the wood. And we, you build your house with the wood. <laughs> we do all the things with the wood. I don't think that and we. Uh, that's the actual words that and I will we sing. sell the wood and we <laughs> cut the wood. We build the house with all the Latvian wood. <laughs> all the wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we make two by fours. <laughs> four by fours. Two by six. Four, four by six. All the wood it goes in your house. You like the Latvian wood. I hate that I'm so emotional and I, I have tears. <laughs> and right one now. more time, Latvian wood. <laughs> This song never ends. <laughs> All the wood, square wood, long wood, house wood. We make all of the wood in Latvia. We make the wood. <laughs> we sell the wood. So, as crazy as it sounds, we really got complaints from Latvia. We really did. And the tears that one. are coming from my face are real right now. More than one. I haven't cried this much about Latvia. This was definitely the epitome of my apology right here. That was like good. I, one more time. This song. And the wood is palletized. And we, we strap it down. The wood is very good wood. All right. 
I still contend I'm not apologizing for uh, shit. Yeah, Nick's, to Nick's whole take on Latvia. So you can look uh, at our YouTube listen, channel. There's so I'm on one side of the ditch that yeah. Nick flipped over and ruptured some ball sack materials. That's right. <laughs> I got an Way issue to tie with Latvia. Two stories in. Like three, if you throw in yeah. McAdoo in there, Jesus. <laughs> I've had one problem with losing a girl in my life in eighth grade to a guy named Giannis Nemegamedov, and what? he was, <laughs> he's remembered every every potential and every actual love making. He's incident. only lost one girl, is to what I hear. Some so far. Latvian. Hey, I didn't get her back till he moved back to Latvia. Is this a real story for yes. real? Yes. Dude, this guy's got so many love making. So stories. he's he's I'll, got like he has stories like that's you have the dude's dirt name. bike stories. Look him up. Yeah, look him up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If well, I there's can this say one that. time I went to eat. Like he raced. Well, he's down there with Giannis, not Nemegger. <laughs> he raced forty times. Raced forty times a year. Yeah, he was always racing, racing. so hard, passionate racing. This guy, man, you suck. So so you don't feel like our word we were arrogant. Like no, you don't, I've had very poor experiences with Latvia. I know. That we got a couple of fans, but that doesn't mean that I don't think uh, my fans. American arrogance comes straight from Latvia. You wouldn't be an arrogant American if it weren't for Latvia. That's right. Okay. That's right. It's quite I had to the learn take. a lot there. I'm not like, but it's only because of the hurt. But from are we you getting are your girlfriend three. stolen? I'm talking to you, guy, wherever you're at that are so upset about Latvia. Are we really that arrogant about America? Do we? T- I don't. I feel like we just. My God, this country stu- don't. If run. you don't, if you don't think we're stupid as hell, then <laughs> I don't know and what to tell you. you he was right. All about of our thing. political correctness. The chance of us picking Latvia out on a map very is, low. Uh, I'm going to say zero. I uh, told him that zero it's for not, me. It was not, zero. It's not <laughs> zero because you could throw a dart. It's, it's going to hit somewhere. somewhere. It's going to hit something. It was some. It was at some point part of Russia. That's yeah, the best. Part I can of tell the you. Soviet Union. And if you, I don't I do know if Russia that. kicked you out, if Russia kicks you out, or however y'all got well, out. I kicked Russia Here out. it comes. You're getting arrogant oh, again. I'm doing it again. I, I was about to say, well, that must be a shithole. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I thought about this the other day. It's about like Alabama. Nobody wants Alabama in America. But I we, can pull, <laughs> yeah. We still do it. We I still, just went to Alabama. And we're not dogging on, like, if you're from Georgia, you dog on Alabama. If yeah. you're from Alabama, you dog on Mississippi. Yeah, why do birds fly yeah, upside down? Yeah, it just goes all the way around birds the whole country. Birds fly upside down over Alabama. Yeah. It's like dominoes. Yeah. So he, if, if he was offended by something you said about Latvia, he should have been taking it as a term of endearment. Well, I looked on his Twitter. Because we dog I, on I our went, friends, right? I went so right. far as to, I looked at his Twitter, and he was talking shit on, like, Bulgaria. I'm like... Not on Bulgaria. What? You're like, you can't dog out Bulgaria. I'm going to call the prime minister and I will get an apology. Let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, he's going to give us an apology to Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah. How does that sound? They have the best goulash in Bulgaria. Is that what you wear like in the rain, like those boots? No, those are goulashes. (laughs) And the short pants that girls wear. This guy's listening like you guys are so And the short pants that girls wear in churches are called... Gauchos, no way! <laughs> you just making junk in up. churches with their legs spread like I know, right? What like going into Kevin's club where you oh got to get God. you got to rub your barcode to get yeah, your your ball sack. So, <laughs> have we talked anything about this past weekend? Like dirt bikes? Like well, we we only talked about McAdoo, but we are thankful for a Fortner win. I'm very thankful. I'm Heck super. Yeah, so he was blessed with the have being on our show. Had nothing to do with the started, the, saying, started the momentum. We, he's I, I, been on our show. Cooper's been on the show. AP's been on. Yeah. 
Pretty yeah. wild. So Not a coincidence. Coincidence? I don't know. I was I'm just glad Fortner won. Yeah. Oh, yeah me and it was, too. he didn't go over the top with speed. Like he, he could have, I'm sure he, he could have stepped it up. If the pressure was there. I think he's like, he I've got to get it. through this. Yeah. I got to get through this, get one of these done yeah. in the books. And he deserves go. it. There's Hell certain yeah. people that have been through such a grinder. Dude, Mitch Payton, he deserves kudos too for sticking with all his guys mm-hmm. for so damn long. AC, he stuck with that guy forever. He's stuck with, uh, of course, Fortner. He's, he's done that uh, uh, more than one occasion, like mm-hmm. just hanging with a guy. See it through. Yeah. Fortner's win is going to make that week stay in uh, a sweat box, sweat tent with Rhino. With so Rhino much in the Adobe yeah. Flintstones hut. How, yeah. I, I, speaking of balls, I am sure <laughs> Ryan Hughes was naked as hell watching that race. Jumping up and down just no, like slow. He was just like in a loincloth, man. Like the but American, the loincloth's too short. American... Uh, Indian style loincloth, fucking just, just got the peace pipe rolling. Yeah, yeah, just that's what I doing rain cloud dances. That sounds and stuff. pretty like a good time to me, man. Nick's gonna go there. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask. I have a friend named Ed Countryman, and he is a full on American Indian, and he knows all about Indian traditions and stuff. I'll ask him about Rhino. I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he's letting borrow his peace pipe or something. I'm sure he can speak to some of the philosophies. I mean, I'm being serious here that Ryan's probably. Digging into like yeah. some of the more well, earthy, they're, they're earthy, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. a standard. And I'm not making fun, like not like we were. No, 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 no. The old, no, I'm serious. Like, let's get, old, let's make a dang apology to the no, Cherokee no, Indian. No, the older I have gotten, I have been more tolerant and more accepting of like, everybody. Dude, yeah, but and, and there's a there's a reason why like uh, natural things work, and like for 100%. thousands of years they've worked. We've just gotten so far away from it. Now you're a kook if you dare mention. Just normal, but it's shit. how it's how really probably it's supposed to work. Yeah, it's the most healthy way. We're just so busy that we food, don't. The organic. Yeah. Oh, you're, they call it organic. It shouldn't to be called organic. It's just it should be like son. food, right? Yes, that should be what it is. Why does it have FDNC yellow number five in the right? Whatever you know, it's folate. like that shouldn't be. What the hell is folic acid? Folate. They spray everything we got with folic. Nick right. knows a lot about that one. Yeah, sure. I mean that's that's a terrible. Everybody should have them a good. We American should grow friend. our own maize. Our own weed. A.K.A. corn. You know, I yeah, always remember when he I was... just went total. Yeah, he's full-on American <laughs> Indian right now. Uh, too many hey, things we're just trying not to piss people do. off. But I ain't doing no more apologies. That that hurt. Right. You know, I'll probably be... I'll probably need therapy over having to give that apology. I cannot wait. Because that dug into the listen, depths of my listen. soul. If there's a therapy bill... It's coming. I ain't paying. Hey, we're gonna send it to Latvia. Yeah, I ain't paying it. Well, the I already first know time the you prime do, minister. The first time you do karaoke at your other house, and we have and that. I said <laughs> they would. I make the wood. Cut the wood. I throw the wood on a pallet, and I put these sawdust chips really in the that track. Accent. What if make the okay, so dust yeah, go yeah. away? That's the motocross time. Here's the the big thing wood that chips. there will be penance is if they do have the donations in Latvia. Oh, have, it's time. Dude, that dude's going to find us. I go. dare you to go. I'm going. Where are you going? I'm now going. I've retracted my statement. I just retracted it. You could be the them. I'm going to the most, I mean, yeah, it's a gentle, calm nation next to a sleeping giant. Korean motocross of nations. Yeah, I'll go there. I, Iran, Iraq, Baghdad. Where's the other places I'm not going? <laughs> Yemen, Mexico I want to write apologies to those people. That's what I want to do. Not really. I can't go through it again. <laughs> I just want to make the love, man. That's all. You need to make the love. That was 
It's been a difficult week. He made the love. Who did? Was that Saturday Night Live? <laughs> I don't remember. But I remember make, we used to do we that, that all the time. time. He made the love. He made the love. I don't know that. Where one. is that from? Somebody's watching. It is from like you stupid yeah. idiots. Idiot. They don't know anything. It's a which Latvian is tradition. Circling back, how could the Latvian think we were serious? We're idiots, man. Like, <laughs> Kevin had huge smooth balls. I mean, what? I mean, you, you got huge that, smooth balls. I mean, he's really. got smooth balls, and he's <laughs> he's got the smoothest balls of them all. They are. It's like he's got breaking balls now, though, because they got that. They got that big. They're all drained and they shriveled. Took some, they took some material. I'll say hey, that. They took material. They ain't down with that. No, like I don't know if they grafted. Like I don't know if somebody needed a graft. I don't know if they they took or whatever. They I feel took. like they took a big, you know, the big standard band aid, like a one inch band aid. I feel size. like a band aid of material is grafted onto somebody's face somewhere else. Oh God, There's, dude! <laughs> somebody with skin cancer has my balls and some weird. Man, why are you wrinkly some, in that one no, spot? Got, it's a big ball ginger hairs. Pube, ball ginger hairs. pubes growing out of his face. Like, dude, dude was black headed. You got black hair and. Well, Why so is that weird. one portion of wispy. your beard? You got some wispy. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to really. They're really soft. Yes, they're not like. The and they rest don't grow real it. thick. It's just wispy. They're just here and there. <laughs> what if somebody like we? Was it like nuclear we meltdown? Busting his head when he got out of the car. Yeah. What, what if, if he received he the graft? Your ball, ball graft. Right you need between, to check the timing. So on if Weege goes a few days without shaving, he's got a place. He's got <laughs> a unibrow and red ball hair. Red ball hair. It's coming out and it's your ball hair. So if we've tied this into Weege's ball face. Cooper's bachelor party, actually. Yeah. And, you know, that's what caused your yeah. balls to get smooth. We're gonna go camping with Weege one of these days and nobody shaves for like four days. <laughs> He's just gonna <laughs> Kevin's going on with your face. Kevin. His balls. Are when on he your finally face. realizes that he was the recipient of the grass. Where'd you get this skin from? Oh, it was uh somewhere out of Atlanta. Somebody's neck. <laughs> yeah. Standard neck. I don't think so, Doug. I don't think so. He's too wispy. You got it from here. And yeah, he and he shows him his zipper. Shows Check him out zipper. my zipper. Then we breaks a Coke bottle and just cuts it out of his phone face. Whoa. Yeah. Like John J. Takes Rambo it out style. Right, here, like, right there, just cuts it right out. God dang it, dude. Like pulling the bullet out. Get it out. I will not he have bites his, ball He bites his belt. That he's like, That's terrible. Yeah, he's holding on to the belt with his teeth. Give me a shot of whiskey, To manage boys. the pain. He's... Uh, uh, we hate to tell you this, but to fix your face, we had to sew put some, a man's balls on. We face. had to sew some balls. It was skin. the only way we could do it. Whose ball skin? Uh, <laughs> why, why would it matter? Uh, but it stretched so tight. Kevin though. Kelly. Like it probably started this small, and you could go because you know how stretchy balls. Well, especially after you just had Botox injections, and you're, you know, so it's really yeah, like a balloon. It was pre. You know, when you stretch a balloon, it that's yeah. how it blows up easier. So that's what happened. Okay, he got the pre-stretched he ball. He has to shave that part of his face. <laughs> Weege is going to be in the years. When he finds out that's what's on his face, ball man, he's going to be. That's just crazy that it developed into a ginger unibrow. <laughs> it's really you know, of all the right places. Right in the middle. From Cooper's yeah. bachelor party. Right there. Yep, he slammed the face, slammed his forehead So into if you a see door. Jason Wygant at this weekend's race, just Try to get right on that angle of the sun, the sun where, you where you can see the little wispy See the hairs. color difference. <laughs> He's like, dude, I didn't know that you had some ginger in What you. if everybody walks up to him and they're just like, whoa. Like getting over to the side, like looking at <laughs> him. He's like, like what is going on, What if we man? just broke the story and then we find out that Kevin was just being such a good person. He donated. And they asked him to donate it to yeah, you know how people yeah, be like asking donate you hair. To donate your damn donate your ball hair to a Cooper ball donate your sack hey. material. <laughs> Cooper Webb called Kevin and said, "Man, 
Listen, we, we got to Can you we got a tragedy. Can you put some of that ball skin on some pickle juice and get it up here with me? Yeah. Can you go to Abby's Oasis and cut out a chunk and have it's got, a shit? It's got uh, deviled eggs in, in my ball skin. <laughs> Three cheers for Kevin's ball skin. Hip hip hooray! That's quite a start to a marriage. Have you ever eaten like there's so now there's wieners, pigs feet. Deviled eggs, and ball skin, KD80 ball skin. <laughs> well, you and Weed are in the hotel, like in beds. It's so annoying. He wakes up and you're growing. scratching his forehead. He's like, "What are you doing, bro?" I'm just, I'm just natural. <laughs> you're just asleep and you're doing it in your sleep. Yeah, you adjust yourself or whatever. I'm just so you know, What if he's like nonstop with a jock itch, constantly just scratching, scratching that scratching powder? Like, God, out. my dang face itch is so bad. If right you here. lose so a weird. limb, how they say you get that ghost itch? You just yeah. gotta, Ghost Kevin's itch. got ghost itch. Got a, when, yeah, the, when we're at Loretta's, I'm always like, <laughs> a, Man, my balls itch. And you're the, reaching over. What are you doing? You just have an overcoming urge hey. just to scratch his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get when did you get that skin graft? Yeah. <laughs> at the same time I got this dang zipper. That's weird. I don't know what to think so about. Weird. This, I wonder dude. when Coop got married. What if it was this? What if the timing lined up, dude? Because that skin went somewhere. Somewhere. I'm it's telling not you, it's still sitting it's on not a liquor as, store. There's not, a, there's not as much down, like in terms of the Crown Royal bag. And that's down what there. we don't want. We don't want anything getting smaller down there. No. Can they not add some while they're in there? Yeah, you don't want your balls to be so droopy that it makes your, your, uh, Just, yeah, it's all meat out of proportion. Small. Yeah, right. what if your balls are hanging down three to four feet and then this meat sticks up there? You know, they're they're like men, seventy year old men. They're they like deal with it. Actors anyway. in Hollywood that get like a high and tight, get their balls pulled up. Man, shoot, I'm finna have these Kenny things raised, boy. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. <laughs> yeah, Holland's in the street. No, I'm sure he's that is what we are. Michael Douglas or somebody did too. No right? one in between. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. How can we be wrong? He's supposed to be doing the Latvian Sell away with me. Yeah, I'm just hey, tuning up the vocals, dog. You're already busting protocol. Man. No, but backstage you're, I can warm up with any song I want. I did not commit to my backstage warm-ups. Okay. So right. by God, when I take the stage, it's going to be like, I cut the tree. <laughs> I saw it into lengths. Lengths formidable for wood. framing. Sawn wood. Sawn. Song. Right. Let's song. call Nathan Ramsey. Let's see if this will actually produce work. a lot of grain. I understand too. Oh, uh, the rough song. Oh, yeah. the grain just comes they, out. They it's sell, all beautiful. They do wheat too. I'm sure they sell wheat. To Man, pulp. freaking hey! Now you're gonna bring up wheat. We just sang the whole national anthem about one. Yeah, but this secondary to the song wood. But still, it could have a line or two in the Shut national anthem. Oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin got lost in Nathan. the Nathan. This thing is. I'll call you right back. This We're getting a scratch. cord. We're getting a cord. I'm done with. In this order thing. to reduce all of our. <laughs> How is that? And the wood. <laughs> what is cut? What? Freaking Giannis Megamedoff. Megamedoff was a bitch from day one. He stole <laughs> your old. He he is your only failure. In women, I know. Like to a Latvian dude, man. That's redonk. I don't need. I don't need. So I don't want to hear any Latvian shit. Like we, we, this comes up. I'm not. I'm not so apologetic. Yeah, but you're also six four. 
Okay, I'm yeah. over here like normal. I can't size. go to the grocery store without I gotta worrying apologize. about some damn Latvians. Yeah, you get in. on the goddamn bread aisle and some dude taps you on the shoulder and you just look. Oh up. yeah, Mister Funny Man, and then <laughs> I get beat up. Not in so funny now. Frozen right? food aisle. I'm yeah, I'm not getting out. the hell beat out of me with broccoli florets. You know what I'm saying? Sawn wood. Small balls, man. Yes. <laughs> Frankenballs. <laughs> Frankenballs. Because you do have a zipper like on your balls. Whatever. It's cool if you could just unzip it and drain them every could now make and that then. sound. And that'd be like your Kroger Plus card. Yeah. You throw that up on the counter and it goes, doom. And you're like, yeah, boy, I'm checked in. <laughs> of course I'll take my dicks count. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dicks count. I need a dicks count on all these groceries. All right, let's try it again. It's 184 for three bags these days. And it really was. That was the other day. That was the total. 184 for three bags of groceries. I'm like, God, the almighty no. So. All right, that's yeah, that's because you're at Whole Foods. All right, so now. I said Whole Foods and Buckhead. I didn't yeah. want to say that part. <laughs> Sound, it was not, it was helping my point. All right. Hey, I got a missed call from Kevin Kelly. <laughs> he always calls somebody. Nathan. What's happening? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Plugging away out here in the the rainy lands of California. Yeah, mm. isn't that wild, dude? You are getting some legit sunny in Georgia. Ten inches of rain. Like, like how much are we getting? Yeah. Uh I haven't looked today, but we have a little um thing that we have up by the supercross track that I think there was four inches worth in there. God. Wow. That's a yeah. lot. Which is crazy for here, but yeah. It is East Coast style rain. It it was. It's starting to starting to clear out now though. So it's pretty good yeah, so we're like all a, there's nowhere to run to like you guys can't run to the hills and ride like it's shit there now right yeah you know you can get it done in the hills still i mean it'd be pretty bad right now but like tomorrow for sure people will be in the hills hmm. yeah i saw a video today yeah, that's when it's the best i saw a video today of it like they were showing the storms and it was like the video started it was like storms in Malibu, and somebody had a little house damage or whatever. And I was like, oh, no. "You're probably not going to get a whole lot of sympathy from <laughs> most people <laughs> that your roof's no. leaking at your beach house in Malibu." Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been bad yeah. out here, and they make a big deal out of it every time, anyway. So, it's much, it, they make it bigger than it is usually. Well, that's how you do it on but TV. Four inches days. of rain is like a whole year's worth for yeah. And you guys out. aren't equipped to yeah. get that managed, and no. the drainage is pretty no. wacky. No. Yeah, it's a, they don't even build it. Are the hills all green like, and pretty? Right, it's fine. What's that? Are all the mountains nice and pretty and green right now? Because I've been out there a few times yep. when it's like lush. It looks wicked, like yep. Scotland or something. Yeah, no, it is. That's about right. Yeah, it's this is the best time to, <clears throat> for that that look, and then it turns brown pretty soon. Yeah, then it will catch fire and burn everybody's damn Burt Reynolds <laughs> old house down and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not the bandit. Well, man, I just we uh we wanted to catch up with you. We've uh man, we've been bouncing around with guests. I don't know if you, like we've had Cooper Webb on, Rick Johnson, and whatever. So we figured we'd hey, talk baby. to one of our East Coast brethren. Like a lot of people don't know, like this dude is a country. Like don't don't let the California fool you here. This dude is from <laughs> Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That's right. The RRP yes, Honda of Rossini, Rossini Racing, Racing products. products. Mike Magnum, mm-hmm. McConville. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was well, it was Magnum Mike and uh, Mike Rossini. Yeah, that's right. That was the RRP Rossini Racing Products. Yep. Are they still around? Yeah. They, they, does he do anything? 
No, he 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 um he got into car racing. Miatas or something, right? I think he's pretty heavy right? into that. Didn't they mess yes, with like I putting V8s so. in Miatas? <laughs> yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Hey, yeah, but he you... he popped up at at, at um Minio's maybe three or four years ago. That's the first time I've seen him in a long time. But he same looks same same dude. Yeah, he helped Timmy out too. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. That dude would show up at was that? there was one year where uh, McConville, I think, was in a limo at like every national for a minute. Like uh, it was so Number weird. Number nine seventy five. <laughs> I watched that dude pick his bike up and I think him and old man Lundy about got into it. And if you know Zach Lundy's dad, yeah. those are two not a good two of the scariest guys. JJ Molesky's dad and those two guys are the scariest three guys I've ever seen Let's in a race. Don't track. make them do mad. not make them mad. Yeah. I watched J.J. Yeah. Molesky pulled yeah. my brother over the counts, parts counter at Motorsports Honda, ripped his shirt in oh. half, like pulled my little brother over the <laughs> counter, ripped his shirt. He was just kidding with him. Like, I'll kill you. Like, whoosh, and ripped him. And You know how funny that is? That's like not, when people do that to yeah, you? Yeah, when they pull real, you over a counter like funny. a bitch. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just a rag yeah, that doll. that is a good joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. Thanks, man. Man, you ripped my shirt. That's, That's cool. the way we describe it in court. I was just kidding. I'm just funning. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. It was a joke. It was a joke. This is how we joke. We're yeah, tight. I just throw people over counters. So, man, yeah. uh, talk about this Rusk, uh, Husk Husk Varna team. How Husk. are we feeling about this? How are we doing this uh, year? Good. Well, <laughs> you know, um, honestly, the. The off season went really good. I mean, we had both Christian and Malcolm coming off of some serious injuries, and you know, we we had a great off season and kind of came in the year. You know, obviously their race craft was a little dull from not racing for so long, and we knew it would take some time to get where they wanted or where they should be. And then you know, you sprinkle in a couple mud races and just like it, it's just been a mess, honestly. With them, as far as racing, they're not, you know, things aren't coming together as quickly as we hoped. And, I mean, there's there's definitely the – the it's going to happen. There's things there, and I, I know I've seen the speed, and I've seen what what they're capable of. I mean, uh, it, 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 it's partly just really learning learning the – the the when when to go for it type thing for Malcolm for instance he te- he seems to uh, want to force some things right now instead of letting it kind of come to him but I uh, ultimately he you know they both are riding good and they're both capable to be much much further up than they are um, and they got to kind of get up there a little bit and then see it and then uh, I think it'll I think it'll all turn around so we got to get some good starts for them and get them in the position see the speed learn that it's not that hard to deal with and and then go from there and then obviously with rj um i mean he had a great off season and and uh you know came in like a ball of fire and then again some mud races that just you know anything can go wrong you choose the wrong rut or you get a little too close to a guy who is uh trying to go straight on the track but unfortunately that guy may take a left or whatever you know and run into you and it just you know the chips fall where they may sometimes in a mud race it can be the greatest thing or the worst thing so what do you say to rj uh, what do you say to him like he gets such a bad rap for just wanting it so damn bad like i almost can't fault a guy like the dude hauls mad ass and then he when he goes down he's 
freaking just trying his ass off. It's so, all for effort. Like, yeah, He's always so, falling because of effort. Right. So what do you say yeah. to him, like the old Gary Bailey stuff, slow down to go fast? Or like, how do you temper that? Because if you take that fight out of him, he's a different guy, right? Right, right. So you you, you have to learn how to harness it a little bit. So that's kind of the, the stuff that the messaging is like, okay, no one's ever going to question how bad he wants it, you know? But in those moments, you know, like San Diego, when he was sitting on gaining some points and he wanted more out of it, those are the moments when he's he has to check his heart a little bit and use his brain, you know? And he always has a plan, and it, it usually makes sense when you talk to him afterwards. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, my, my biggest thing after that and, and a couple of times, you know, has just been like there's there's got to be – the, a moment when you can overcome how bad you want it and just, you know, you hate to use the word settle, but take the high road, take the smart road and take the points in that moment. You know, RJ's a guy who, if he can see the leader, he thinks he's probably going to pass him. He has an opportunity to pass him before he gets to the checker flag, yeah. no matter how much racing's left. Um, but like you said, I mean, I'll, I would take, RJ's attitude and his approach and I'll take it over and over and over and over again with riders. You know, it's just, he's, he's a true professional. Um, and he goes to battle every time you never have to question any of that stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I really, really appreciate him and in, in the effort. So I, uh, although we get frustrated in those moments at the, at the same time you're going, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change him for anything, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Some... And he's been flying too. And I think you made a really good point that I think a lot of people don't realize, <clears throat> like with uh, Malcolm and Christian, you know, they're coming back with a little bit of ring rust anyway. And then yep. you throw those mud races in there. Ugh. And there's no way, like, get a flow. They got no rhythm. Yeah, they, they, they have no chance to get. I mean, they're at any, you know, they both can show speed as fast as anybody out anybody. there, any, you know, at certain times. <laughs> And with those mud races, I mean, it throws them so out of rhythm. Yeah, we know like nothing it, from those mud races. Yeah, we know like, we have nothing. Yeah, especially out. San Francisco. God, I Lord. mean, San Francisco was—I've never seen professional <laughs> riders go so slow. It was terrible, terrible. So yeah, I mean, so you look at it that way, and they've had three races since being going through some really gnar gnarly injury and rehab, and you know just everything you go through when you when you have to deal with that and then on top of that just not racing you know malcolm was what 11 months uh Jeez. no no racing at all mm -hmm. and then christian squeezed in you know donations yep. just because he was the guy who said he would you know i mean i'm not i'm not talking crap at all i'm just no, saying he that, raised that, his that's hand. where it came down hey. to and he said hey i'll do it we you love know? it and he he wanted to go race, you know, which is pretty awesome. So, um, you know, that's all he got to squeeze in there. And, um, you know, they both uh, do the work. You know, there's never, you know, at the Baker's factory and with Alden, they never – I never get phone calls from Alden saying, I just can't get these guys to work. You know, they do the work. And um, it's, it's there. We just got to get it to the surface, you know. So I uh, can't tell you how long. It's going to take, but I, I know it's going to happen at some point this year uh, where you, you see what they're capable of, I guess is the way I should put it. Well, it and then kind of on a, a whole nother note, 
is my two rookies <laughs> um, with uh, Gillum Ferris. I mean, that's a whole nother crazy story to get where he's at right now. You know, um, this kid from Spain who, I mean, he, the, the more I get to know him, the more I realize what he's, you know, the struggles and the things he's been through, you know, everybody kind of heard about, Oh, he was back in groceries and then got an opportunity and now he's over here, but there's, there's a lot more to it. And then with him, he raced Detroit this past weekend and, you know, made it through the day controlling the nerves, even though he was a, a mess and showed good potential was in sixth place until two turns from the checkered flag and tipped over and got eighth. Uh, this kid not only has never raced a supercross, he didn't even ride supercross until last year when he did, did a little bit of prep That's insane. with awesome. his previous team. And then this year we had, a, we had a good prep and he had a lot of good people around him and he made a lot of progress, but he also hasn't raced since Colorado when he broke his arm, he hasn't had a gate drop since Colorado last year, yeah. motocross. Wow. So there's a lot there. And then, you know, Casey Cochran, who's, yep. who has uh, really lit the world on fire last year and just kind of checked all the boxes. Then he ran into a problem when he popped his shoulder out there at, at Loretta's and then tried to kind of push through it. Didn't know it was as bad as it really was and did a couple pro nationals. And I mean, Chase's first, he had to go Chase's A class points to even be able to do the pro nationals, did the pro nationals and then had surgery, you know, and then, you know, he's because he's a B class rider last year, he never got to, you know, he didn't get any of his supercross points because you can't as a B class rider. So even though he won the title, yep. he's got zero supercross points. So hmm. here we are now chasing those. And yeah. You know, he's also, you know, one of those guys that the, there's a huge potential. You can look at the guys he raced his whole life growing up and see how good they're doing and go, all right, well, we know he's always been pretty close to that. So he's, uh, he's got a lot of potential. So I got the two rookies and then I got RJ and then obviously Christian and Malcolm. And it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great vibe. I mean, we got a really good feeling team going um the crew like you know everybody just from no matter what what uh role you play we just we just have a good good crew everybody has the right attitude and motivation and stays positive and so i really feel like there's going to be some good things come out of here um it's just a little tainted right now and uh we're just trying to work through it any of your kids know that you actually race some of those younger kids is there's, there is a story of like one of the kids like, Oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah. Some of those not kids aware. Not, didn't really know you won a 450 yeah. supercross. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, it, it happened quite a bit when I was in the amateur stuff, when I was managing all the amateur racing sure. here for the group, um, you know, the parents would know who I was, but the kids would be like, oh, they'd have to, they needed proof. So I think the parents would maybe show them or something. And then they would, ah, I watched your race from this. And, you know, <laughs> it all started to make sense to them then. And then, you know, I think Gillum said to me last week at the race, he goes, yeah, my buddy from back home will send me like something like every week he was getting like different results that I had from his buddy back when I raced, you know? So, That's cool. I mean, I think he already knew, but his buddy was helping me out by showing him like, Hey, he did this at this race. 
and then this in Israel. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then obviously I've worked with Malcolm before, um, back in the day with the JDR team. So he, he knew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they, they don't, I'm, I'm going to have to remind them, smack them upside the head and remind them who they're dealing with. Do you ride much? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't ever see any photos of you riding. Like, do you ever mess around with it? Nah, I, you know, I, <laughs> I was forced to race Loretta's that year in 2017. And, uh, I say forced, um, you know, Christy, who was the manager at the yep. time, yep. uh, she had finagled me into doing that. And I, you know, when I finished racing, I, you know, raced 16 years professionally. I was like, I'm not going to be that guy who keeps hanging on to it. And, uh, anyways, I raced that and I did quite, you know, a decent amount of riding to get ready for that. Before that, it was like, you know, I'd ride every couple months. Um, and then I've since then it's been even less because I spent so much time at the track, even, you know, before this job, I was out at the track coaching and working with amateur kids so much that when I would take my bike and ride too, it just turned the day a lot longer. And then when I get a day off, I, I, I don't really want to go back to the track. So I, uh, always kind of chalk it up to, I don't make the time to go riding. Um, but when I do go riding, I enjoy it. And I'm like, Oh man, I need to do this. Like, once a week and then just time goes by. So it's, it's probably been almost two years since I've ridden now. It's, it's healthy for your I, mind though. Like you, yeah. when you're on the bike, yes. you forget how freeing you, you don't have room for all the stress and all the problems and things like that. You're just riding for a minute, you know, you should make time for it. Yeah. Well, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And, uh, again, it's weird because even though it beats me up, it <laughs> makes me feel younger weird so yeah. i uh i should do it and, and to be honest this whole company that's that's the culture here is like hmm. get a bike and go ride you know right. like don't just work for a motorcycle company actually be be part of the you know the mm -hmm. movement of of riding and being on two wheels you know Dude, it's whatever it's, that is it's funny how uh like if, if what little bit of riding i do like i just rode with these two guys a few months ago and man, it, it just, it helps me. And I, it'd probably be the same for you. It helps me like when I, whenever I announce a race, if I go to a motocross track, if I rode a dirt bike mm -hmm. on a motocross track, it would bring back so many memories and make me, it just gets me closer to more whatever. Relevant. And maybe you would probably feel the same way. Like, okay, I know what you're going through. Like it will, it will bring up all this stuff that, uh, whatever, like that Things riding you does. Forget, Cause you yeah, downplay you do. how bumpy, Dude, tracks were in yes. your mind and yeah you just till all just of a sudden it, you're blah, hitting blah, blah. those bumps yeah, again like, and you're like oh, oh shit, all right i get it's it I get it. it's it's choppy yeah it's choppy <laughs> yeah no absolutely it 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 really puts you on a level that you you can not think think of older stuff and the way it used to be and then i mean you can help the guys like i mean i racing loretta's that year it helped it was so i was so much better at your job tips with those guys. yeah yeah so i totally agree yeah so you just need to get a you're with husky get you a 701 i was about to say the adventure to, market and, yeah and go to south dakota with the winners take y'all guys yeah and you we'll can just go, do yeah. 900 yeah. miles with us let's go let's, let's do it let's do it now i i i've done that over the years i you know i'm gonna grab a bike like that or a, you know an off-road bike and do a little bit but and, and i do enjoy that but it still doesn't 
do the same for me as getting on a track. Okay. You so know, you, it, so you're, you're still there. Yeah. You still want to do that. Like Rick Johnson's finally to a point where he goes, I don't need to do that. Like he's in a I just want to be 60, riding, which I is don't nuts have to, to me. go fast, right? And the guy still got it. Yeah. Like the and dude's. Yeah, and and I can check myself. You know, at a track, I don't expect to be amazing you know by any means but, but after it's been a are. long time i need i need I, I need some secret ride sessions because i'm like embarrassed i'm like oh, all this stuff that i you know teach or you know I, I, that i'm trying to get the guys to do i'm out here looking like a you know like i forgot how to ride so i need some secret sessions at this point <laughs> it's been so long yeah well i don't so, even want to ride yeah. in front of people at this point i'm i'm so embarrassed <laughs> of my riding like I'm gonna go ride day in the dirt for a day or for a, a few <laughs> laps, a, yeah. and it's embarrassing. Like, I, He's not as bad as he. No, says, I dude. am, dude. Seriously, I'm I'm Jason Wygant slow. Like it's a battle. I don't royale. care about the speed. You actually have proper form. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, I'm I'm that guy when it, when you're riding through the pits. That's pretty much race speed. Like that's, that's me. It. That's, that's first long. gear only is Kevin's race hey, speed. What is what is that? Uh, our our pit speed in pro nationals is. Seven miles an hour, I think they say. Don't don't go more than don't. seven miles. An that's hour. my well, life. He never. Kevin will not break I'll, that rule. I'm great. That's, I a, look. that's a good rule, there, Kevin. Yes. You can, you're not going to get very hurt at seven. <laughs> yeah, I got a chance to walk away <laughs> from it. Nate, are you? Uh, are you? So we we just said that about Ricky Johnson. He's just happy to have some handlebars and happy to get to go do some wherever, some dirt roads or whatever he's riding. So I know you don't ride much, but when you do. Is it just a good day and you had fun, or is it? I know how I used to be able to do this. You That's said you question. can temper yourself, but it's easy to say you can temper yourself. Are you really? Are you really able to? Are you able to enjoy it and just? Because you know a lot of guys won't ride the bike anymore because they can't do it like they used to. Well, there's definitely a little bit of that. Like you, you know, my 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 brain wants me to be do things the way I used to. But when I say I can temper it, it's more like the ego. Like if somebody comes around me that I'm like, oh, he ain't that big a deal. Let me just show him. You know, I, I just I can I can hold back on that one. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you 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 definitely there's some disappointment in yourself when you get out there. But I've never left a day and not had fun. You know, and not yeah. been like, man, I want to go. I want to go do that again next week. You know. Or whenever it's like, if I could just do it, you know, regularly, or you know, make the time to do it regularly, then I, I, I would appreciate, you know, I'd be able to practice what I preach, I guess, more yeah. and and enjoy it a little bit more because I could execute. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Is there a um like I think half of it for for most guys our age. It's the physical, like, if you don't do it, like, even if you just rode once a week, you'd probably have, on week three or four, you could probably have max fun. Those first couple of weeks are like, you're They're pumped up, hurt. it's so painful, yeah. you get to go a lap, and yeah. then it's dumb after that, and whatever, but if you can get beyond that, I feel like you would probably have a really damn good time after that. Like, Nick, my buddy here, is yeah. the most fit, Nick, how old are you? Whatever, you're 53, 4, yeah, you're the most fit dude ever. So he has max fun yeah. every time he goes and rides. Yeah, he's but he's also yeah. goes there with no expectations. We right. talked about that last week. And that's actually very freeing because when you were a tiny yes. kid, yes. you didn't have expectations. You just rode it because it was awesome. You're you know, just and going then, ride to yes. ride. You're gonna like my goal is to have fun. I'm 
I'm not going to go fast. I mean, I'm not capable of going very fast. I'm pretty big and heavy to be on a dirt bike. And so he's yeah, like six, four. It's not, he's not fat. It's no, he's just sexy as hell. He yeah, he's real sexy. <laughs> just like uh, Nate. Yeah. Nate's good looking dude. Serious lamb chops. Great. You yes. did, did have some world championship lamb chops. Yeah, I would put your lamb chops at your peak. The pointy ones, like those go heads <laughs> up against MC. Like now, now there's Barry Higgins. Barry Higgins has some lamb chops. Those are burly. They're not they're more like, ones. yeah, they're more they're like real uh, pioneer. Yeah, type. like yeah, they're OG <laughs> pioneer. Like yeah. Conestoga wagon lamb yeah. chops. Yours yeah. were like finesse and a little more woke. More Lambo than yeah. Conestoga wagon. Yeah, old Barry, he, his lamb chops came from him, his razor or whatever he used, you know. From the Civil War. Or something. It's like a Civil War. Like yeah. He shaves with a lumberjack axe. Yeah, from like a, yeah some kind of... In, <laughs> Imported from, from Latvia. Yeah. He's got his axe. He's real particular about his axes that he trims his <laughs> lamb, lamb chops. chops with. How often do you get to run across Barry Higgins? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Well, now these days, not... not not, not as, as much, often, you know, right. maybe one, once a year, twice a year. But, you know, when I was doing the amateur stuff, yeah, I, I got to hang out with him all the time. And he, man, that guy, he has got some good stories. For sure. Good He's stories. Got them all. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't go on repeat like a lot of people I know. He's, he comes up with fresh new ones usually. That's what um, being on this so planet he, for 112 he years. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. And were you around him or were you at Mill Creek when he had a stroke and he wanted to come back to the track? No, like no. like you should I, uh, do, like his protocol. That. Yeah, he was like, I want to come yeah. back. They're like, no, nah, man, take the next day or two off. You had a stroke. <laughs> the next Mid day race. or two. You had a stroke. Hey, man, you mind taking like maybe 30 <laughs> like, hours off? He's like, no, nah, man, I got 50. So I don't want to hear that. I kicked the shit out of that stroke. Well, he's got to finish the race, you know? <laughs> right. He's got to get back and finish the race. I got KJSC bikes to get ready. Yeah, I got to worry about these little kids and I always parents. talk about that like whenever, uh, when he used to help with the KJSC program every now and again. When all the parents yep. would come in and maybe throw a bike down or whatever and yell at this guy. They don't know who this, this old like, dude this is. This old salty old, who's this old guy? I'm like, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. old that old dude is amazing. He's, well, he's, he's going in the trailer to get his gun because they yeah. said the wrong thing, you know. That's right. Barry, no, no, Barry, you can't do that. You can't kill people, <laughs> no. Barry. Yeah. Well, he's just used to the <laughs> old days when, when you, kill a man. The, you handled yeah. the law yourself. With your hands? Right. Yeah. You, he was the law. Yeah. Before there was no law and no post office. <laughs> Dude, he was a surly oh, yeah. dude. There's a story, I think, yeah. uh, he was talking about something when he was working with K, uh, KTM, and it was, I don't know if it's Jason Thomas or somebody. He told me this. Somebody was revving their bike, and and he was he was doing some testing with a motorcycle, and they were doing a TV piece, and they told him they got in this business about revving the bike, and they were, and he I, he told me almost he almost choked the guy. And this dude's <laughs> 70. Like, he's talking about choking somebody at 70. Yeah. You know how you do when you're 70? Yeah. He certainly did. It's time to fight, man. Once you're 70, that's when you really should unleash all your fighting. <laughs> and he's probably oh, the yeah. most fit 70-year-old. Yeah. He told me at Mammoth last year, he goes, oh, I'm, I, I put 2,500 miles on my my road bike. I said, what Jesus. road bike? His yeah. bicycle. Oh, he's got an old school bike. His beer. bicycle. He's got an old school bike. Yeah. You know he does. Yeah, like yeah. a three speed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way he's 80 yeah. pounds. Sure. Wears a motocross helmet, a Belmoto 3 while he rides. <laughs> 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 on a road bike Damn, with a Belmoto 3. Surly. He rides every week. He says once a well, week. Well, to get 2,500 miles, just go ahead and divide that by 52. He's riding yeah. all the time. Well, he rides his dirt yeah. bike, too. And his dad was the same way. Harry, 
Yes. You got Harry and Barry. Stop it. True I story. never knew his dad. Harry, I, that? No. I just thought he created nope. the earth. No, Harry Higgins lived right down the road Stop from us it. in Bremen, Barry and Harry. And he would ride up to the mailbox at, till he died every day. On an day. IT 175? No, but he was born in 1812. So Harry, no, I'm kidding, but like he was probably riding some probably steam close driven. to that. Yeah, steam cycle. <laughs> so, yeah, that dude was gnarly. I thought Adam was... was Barry's dad, Adam. Thank that is you, Adam. Adam, because if his name was goddamn <laughs> Harry, I was about to come unglued. I mean, I would. It, it literally no. It no. He's Adam kidding. was the dad. There was Cain, Abel, and, and, Harry. and oh, Harry. That's what it yes. was. Then Barry, yeah. Yeah. and then Barry. <laughs> uh, and then on the seventh day, they rested. It was yeah. cool. And and, and Iser posted this photo, and they're they're firing a cannon at Foxborough. And it was like Iser. This is the my favorite this tweet the best of all post time. Of all time. He goes. Uh, it was really cool to see uh, Feld honor Barry Higgins' service in the Civil War or the uh, Revolutionary, Revolutionary War, War, and they fire the cannons oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. He's going to end up choking us out eventually. I mean, yeah, we're going to be yeah. on the receiving end. So Yeah, Kevin, you always push it a little further than I I'm, do. I'm, I get worried about you. Yeah. I do, but like Barry's even told other people there, like he said, he told them, he goes, hey, I'm still here. They're still talking junk about me, so that's a good thing. Like. <laughs> He has fun. He's yep. so cool about it. Like, and I, when I do, I, I love yep. going down and just chatting with him. We really get into some stuff and just talking moto and uh, he's, bikes a, and, he's a plethora of stories. Yeah, Kane, Harry, mm-hmm. have you seen your brother Abel? <laughs> <laughs> I says, killed him. He's am, I bro- am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. <laughs> and then Harry says, "I was riding. I was, I was out, out dirt riding, biking. dude. I don't, I don't know, know where he's at. I'm not worried about him. I was dirt biking. He's on his own. Hey, Nathan, do you ever remember?" Like this is probably right before you turned pro or so. That was cool. You were riding at. Uh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with that. It's, I'm changing the subject. Hey man, remember that time? Barry's not in the Bible. I mean, I know y'all think he was. Because he wrote the Bible. Bro. Oh, he wrote it. He wrote it. I said he created the earth a little bit ago. Um, yeah. There was a practice track down there on the side of 75. We called it Riverview on the river. Um, did you ever ride there? Do you ever remember that place, Donald Hales? Was the dude mm. you paid? It was, so coming seventy five south, it'd be on the right. I feel like I rode there, but I don't remember anything about the track. It's like a little sandy track. Uh, you were there a couple times. I just didn't know if you remember. Yeah, it. I for sure rode there, but I, I can't remember. There wasn't much, much about it. I was, did. They had a potbelly pig right when you came in the gate. Of course, weighed they like seven hundred pounds. What? <laughs> Name Susan? I don't know its name. <laughs> she but the thing gate. was freaking huge. It was a woman. They call her up. That's disrespectful as hell. Yeah, that was pretty rude of you Damn. to call her potbelly pig. She's still alive. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I used to search and search. Like, you know, even after I had moved away, every time I came back, I was always looking for, you know, tracks around there when I would spend some time in, in Tennessee. Yeah. Just what looking for anything. Uh, outside of Chattanooga, okay. it's called Hickson. Yeah. Hickson, yep. Tennessee. Hicksman. Yep. yep. Hickson. My, uh, yeah, my parents are still there and obviously still got a lot of friends. So I, I probably get back there maybe once a year you know yeah um then they you know some of them come out and see us out here sometimes nope. and i do miss it and i tried to move back there I, you know i took my whole family and we kind of had two places for a little while and i bought some land and i i built my own track and then ran into like all right well uh i gotta go riding today but i didn't have anyone to go riding with <laughs> right. and no one would even go watch me like like 
it be, it became just even hard to have somebody up there just in case I crashed, you yeah. know? So besides the fact of just ma maintaining it, it was way too hard to, you know, really, really hit the grind and do what I needed to do to be ready for the race on the weekend, you know? Yeah. Well, if, if John's retired now, so if you want, if you want to do it, he'll, he'll come watch he'll, he'll you. I'll just prep the track day. and stand there stand and wait there. for, for you, you know, to hoping crash. there's no crashes. Hey, man, you crash. All right. Well, him and the potbelly pig like... named Susan that runs the concession stand. <laughs> I never said she ran a concession stand. She was just at the gate, like when you came by the house to pay. She took was the she, money at the gate. Was she a real person or a damn pig? She was a freaking potbelly pig. <laughs> too big old I didn't never say she was a she either. Well, she a great big These clowns, put, <laughs> clowns putting words in my mouth. Pressures. You know, Ezra did that. Ezra bought 100 acres out here in... Uh, west of Dallas, which is north and west of Marietta, and uh, in Georgia, okay. in Georgia, and he rode yeah. man by himself ninety percent of the time <laughs> out in the middle of the sticks. Hey, hey, do you have any stories like Ezra had his like bikes delivered and they're, oh, yeah. they're sitting in his driveway? He lived in a in a in a neighborhood, and, and had, the crates are in the front yard for however long. It says Kawasaki. It whatever. said KX two fifty A four on the side, <laughs> and they were stacked four tall. In the driveway, and, when he and was Ezra's a getting letters. Kawasaki rider. He's getting letters from, from the, the HOA going, "God dang it, you can't store freight <laughs> in driveways in this golf course community." No. And he's like, no. "Yeah, I was waiting no. on my mechanic to come put those together." He's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew about the land he bought there, but I I never got to see that. I you know I spent some time with him down in his old place. Yeah. Um, growing up you know that was kind of my go-to when i needed old big ronnie would work with me and coach me yeah and he was he wasn't very easy on me he was hard on me he was hard on I his can't own believe kids, that. that's, that's so, weird. so weird it's so bizarre I know. I know. isn't that wild like think, know. think about when you grew up when you were racing like at the at that time barnett and bates were just getting going so they were building a few mm. they were building a few key tracks mm -hmm. and other than that dude like you had to go throw twenty bucks down and just go ride finger chick. Well, uh, Ezra chicken. just bought a right. loader and stuck it out there in the woods, built the track, and then never fixed it. Right. So I'm I'm just saying like you had to go and just ride chicken finger motocross or potbelly yeah. Susan's dirt farm. Potbelly Susan's dirt so, farm. It, but oh, now yeah. today you got a training facilities are ridiculous. There's so many of them, especially in this area. There's it's a mecca. And then if you don't have that, or if your dad's like. I'm just gonna build a damn track and be done with it. He's got a bitching ass track. Like that shit was just getting started. Like for you guys, it was gnarly back then for you to figure it out. Just and to get find good. a place you to, ride. to ride a track that had never been prepped since the day it was built. Right. I could yeah. barely go around. Yeah, as I. Uh, I was lucky though. I grew up on nine acres, and so we had you know it was all trail riding and stuff like that at first, and then I um, I was into mainstream sports, so I played a lot of baseball, and we had like a little backstop and kind of like a basically a baseball field well once i quit that that turned into a track and, I, and it was a, it was kind of like a almost like a night supercross track you know and we had this old man hoopty backhoe and every day <laughs> i'd get out there and mess with the track and build some new like lip on something so i could do something different and the thing would break down in the middle of the track and i'd have to bust hydraulic hoses and yeah drive around it yeah 
I'd, I'd reroute and then my dad get home and he'd have to fix the backhoe so I could use it the next day. God, building a track and, with a backhoe. I mean, it'd be hard to get those transitions right, all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. That, well, that, that was, was the other girl that worked you were, uh, that's the other girl that worked where Susan, the pot belly pig. Who, backhoe? Yeah, Roll. backhoe. She's <laughs> backhoe and Susan. Yeah. She's a hoe. Yeah. Really? No, I, I, I would take the lower deck off our lawnmower and pack the jumps. <laughs> pack them in. Oh, yeah. That That's is classic. Yeah. Hey, did, so mm -hmm. speaking of sticking ball sports and oh, yeah. just being like normal every day, like all of us went to regular school, so we would crush the average homeschool motocross kid at any sport. Ugh. All the Any other sports. sports, and your kids play basketball at a very yeah. high level, so you know what I'm talking AAU stuff. You, yeah. you, you know what that looks like. Did you ever yeah. participate yeah. at Loretta's when they did like the home run or the softball game and the basketball game and Volleyball. all that stuff? You were around during that. Well, I I only went to Loretta's. I started racing late because yep. I was basically doing all the mainstream stuff, and I only went to Loretta's twice. So I didn't I didn't get into that, but. I over the years later we would you know when we go to the pro nationals you know we'd show up and we'd practice on Friday you guys probably remember this yep. and then we'd have all of Saturday yeah. off yes and so we would always thing. do something whether it was go play basketball but I learned very quickly I was I was you were elite blown away at how how bad <laughs> all the motocross guys were in any other sport <laughs> anything there was very few of them that they could can't do. throw a ball they can't shoot a ball they can't do right. anything. Yeah. No, no, it was bad. And so we'd show up at these parks and then just jump in games that were going. And then, oh, yeah, we would almost be fighting people because they don't know the rules. They, like, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So it was basketball, golf. You know, we'd go play tennis sometimes, and that was oh. embarrassing too. Even ping pong. I, I, I remember I was at a hotel one time, and there was a ping pong table, and I was like, oh, let's go play some ping pong. And – Robbie Renard was there and he was, he couldn't even hit the ping pong ball. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? You know, it, it was, when, I'm like, well, and when you play a sport like that with somebody that's so bad, that it's good at something else. And they're so bad. You think it would be fun just to beat them at it, but they're so bad. It's not even fun. Yeah. You're just like, I feel like no. I'm the handicap person yeah. or something. Yeah. They're, like they, they're missing the backboard. Yeah. Missing, <laughs> missing oh. everything. Yeah. Yeah, like John Travolta in yeah. Greece. You're like, dude, he's wanting to fight dudes <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's exactly right. That's the scene right there. John we had Cooper yeah. Webb on last week, and he was like, he played regular sports and all this other stuff. So, and I asked him kind of the same thing. And of all my friends, Jason Wygant is the most uncoordinated, sad. It's sad. We did the yeah. uh, celebrity, if you want to call it that, dodgeball at Loretta's about six years ago. It's nothing but yeah. It's me, Wygant, uh, <clears throat> nobody ever Rod got out. Rodney Tomlin, <laughs> Rodney Tomlin, and yeah, no, we Rodney Tomlin, Wes Kane, the the yeah Melanie and whatever the twins that work for the Coombs and Johnny Ohana, dude, and Wygant. Mm -hmm. So Wygant, he's we go out there onto the, the it's under the big arena there. And he starts bouncing the ball with two mm -hmm. hands. I'm like, what? Oh, God. Said, what the fuck? Are, were his what are feet you? bouncing yes, too? He was, like he his was, feet yes, were he coming was, off? He was jumping. I can totally and he, picture And him. he was bouncing with the ball with two hands. I'm like, I said, are you fucking dude, kidding me? He's dribbling, dude. He goes, what? He goes, I'm warm enough. I'm like. I'm dribbling. <laughs> I was seriously like, <laughs> seriously. So, so 
I mean, probably like, well, I don't they do this in the NBA? This is awesome. Yeah, this is yeah. so cool. Two hands. So two much Two hands easy. at the same time. Better. <laughs> Why yeah. would you only use one? It's so dumb. <laughs> but so me and Wes yeah. Kane, literally, we're just we're in awe. Because I was like doing the spider there drill. There should be a documentary. You ever seen the spider thing. drill in basketball? It's where you stand and you do two hands in the front and you go to the back in the front. And it's just a way yeah, yeah. of working on your coordination. And I was doing that. I'm looking over yeah. him. I'm like, what the what, what the is, hell, dude? What is going on with this guy? So our first game, we play against 100%. And Weege, and I, to this day. <laughs> you can hear dude, that ball. He, he runs. He goes, ah! And like he runs to get his ball. <laughs> he runs. We run, get our balls <laughs> at the center. We go back. And he throws his ball with two hands. And he goes, ah! Like with two hands. Two I'm like, hands. He goes, ah! And like a newborn baby. Like Prince. In the stand. <laughs> A newborn baby in the stands oh catches God. like you out, bitch. Like a newborn, a baby. newborn baby. Not really, but like it was the most gay. It, the ball just went ah, it flew it so softly, sort of subtly landed, landed. Flaccid, flaccidly in somebody's arms. And he, when I say I'm not joking, he left that arena right there on the spot. Went to the announcer's tower and started drinking beer. Oh my God! <laughs> That's a just true story. Cope. True story. It was the only way he could cope. And I, it got down to me. Because I'm the only dude that had any athletic had any prowess. Idea Rodney this. Tomlin was probably deep, so out of breath from smoking nine thousand Marlboros. I <laughs> I battled back and we got we won. Like I drilled Kuzo and we. So wow. you're the and average I brought, Joseph. And I brought yeah I brought more people back with that. Whenever you get a guy out, he gets yeah, yeah. whatever you catch a ball, you can bring catch a guy a back in or whatever. And we won. Yeah. But like, Weege was the most unathletic. Two hand throw. Did you call Steve the pirate in first? Yeah. Like you were like <laughs> train him up. If you can dodge a ball, a rich, you, you can, can dodge, dodge a ball. You can dodge a keg. I like how he just had to go to the tower and just drink because he, he couldn't. And that's cope. not a joke. Drink I'm, his I'm not kidding. Away yes. Was, yeah. I mean, he's in he a had bad two spot. girls, the two twins that Timmy's married to one and whatever the Coombs. They were they were still in it way deeper than Weege. He was out first throw, <laughs> the biggest lollipop <laughs> ass throw ever. And they just catch it because ah! the infant caught So he didn't even go on the sideline and try to get back in. No, he, he was, was like, gone drinking beer. He left that arena. He's the only guy that wow. threw a, a dodgeball with arch. With Yeah, with a nice, beautiful... <laughs> Softball pitch. What you like ought to do? You ought, yes. to, you ought to hold yeah. on to this forever, Kevin. I get. You got I a lot of anger about. I've got this. a photo of us on my Instagram, which I'll post later. Like it's all of us, like getting ready. We're all we. What we are the pronouncers? What we call ourselves? Yeah, pronouncers. 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 So it's me, Rodney, Wes, Isaac. All the we, bad. All the just yeah. The elite. most awesome athletic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Testosterone just Rodney just smoking a cigarette, warming up like. <laughs> Yeah, terrible. you ever smoke Probably during your warm-up? Very intimidating. Very oh, intimidating. Extremely intimidating. Well, uh, who am I yeah. throwing the ball at? Uh, what are we doing here, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> he has, no, he hasn't played dodgeball since '38. I, I they don't know all got put out because they were trying to color commentate their own game. <laughs> well, here we go. Oh, and he got hit in the face. Like, damn it, Rodney! Like a lot of chatter because they were all. <laughs> yeah, everybody's talking. <laughs> <laughs> the pronouncers can't. Yeah, we're quit all announcing <laughs> the event as we go. Oh, and weeds. Oh, with a gay a throw from <laughs> Jason Wigand. Wow. <laughs> First one out. God, that is great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, yeah. full circle back to motocross riders pretty much suck. If you're homeschooled, yeah. Yeah. you've had no you don't have a lot exposure, of exposure to this. Like, yeah. I get it. Get a tennis ball, stand yeah. in front of a brick wall, just, and just throw it back and forth until you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, supposedly oh, yeah. there's a, a an old story about Dan Truman's home run from Loretta's when they played that softball game because it used to be on the starting line. They would – set the field up there and there's yeah. one that he hit to the 10 command crushed it yeah 
Yeah, he he looks like he probably put some power behind it. You think got a little bit of a inertia behind that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that baseball build for for power. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. Do you have uh, Nathan? Do you have you know you work for a in my world? I I look at the KTM Group and Husky and all the facets of that as like the most innovative business strategy I've seen in in the history of motocross to take a, mm-hmm. a brand and then kind of grab these other brands and, and it allows for longer production runs on, you know, we got the yeah. the flagship model that can be turned over to this after one year and it can be turned over to that after two years. And man, it's, it's, yep. the, it's gotta be a, a, a cool work environment. Um, and then yeah. now yeah. you have these other manufacturers who are entering the market for the first time. Um, you guys have to be kind of solidly placed. I mean, I, I just look at like that model and I think these other manufacturers saw that KTM, the KTM group grabbed huge market share by just thinking differently. And so now you've got yeah. Triumph thinking differently and like, man, we need to, our, our customer group is aging out and we're going to grab some youth market too. And then maybe Ducati and, and beta and all these other things. Mm-hmm. But, um, how, what is it like to work for the company? I mean, we know you go to the track and all that stuff, but what is that company like to work for? Yeah. So first off, I think it, I agree is genius the way they structured this. And then as they pick up a brand, you know, change the color, change it enough to where it's its own, you yeah. know, it's its own bike. And, but parts, you know, plenty of part numbers are the same. I mean, it's like, gm you know like yeah these these cars these car companies have been doing this for a long time and and they were smart enough to pick up on that and kind of follow that a little bit and you know i i i, I was i'm blown away because i kind of you know I, as a racer i came over to ktm when they've just started getting some traction you know and um just the just how far they've came in the short period is it just shows like they you know they're smart, they're very aggressive, and they never sit back and wait. You know, they're making moves. Yeah. Um, but as far as it's developed, obviously, over the years, it's gotten much more business-oriented and, you know, corporate. But at, at the same time, you know, I think John Hines, which is, a you know, CEO here, he, you know, is really into the culture and, like, what it, you know, just what I said earlier, like he wants everybody here to enjoy and have the feeling that you get when you ride a motorcycle. So yeah. it's promoted. It's, you know, it's not one of those things where, Oh, don't go ride. You might, you might hurt yourself and then you can't work. Right. It's like, Hey, you're not going to be the person you need to be if you don't go ride, you know, or, yeah. you know, so it's a great, it's a great culture. And I mean, you guys may have seen some of, you know, the press stuff. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody was out here uh, when we, you know, did the grand opening to our, the new facility. But I mean, they took it from, I was thinking our old place was cool and it was great. It went from that, like, I'm talking not even next level. It's like 10 times the level. The place we're at now is just like, we, there's a whole building that is just racing and it's designed exactly for that. It's, it's, it's amazing what they're willing to do. Um, to, you know, try and be the best, you know, they, they climb the hill and 
got to the top and then, you know, it's not easy to stay there. And it's like, it's one of those things you can never stop. You never, you never there. So yeah, they continue to push and press and um, it, it keeps you motivated, keeps you going. And I think part of the reason I'm okay with not riding as much is because I'm surrounded, you know, by this and I, I can live through the racing that in the riding that's around me. And yeah. obviously like me running, me running a race team and being part of this and trying to, you know, have success on that side is the same feeling as racing yourself. Yeah, it's, you, you take the, the danger side out of it, but the performance anxiety oh, yeah. and just the pressure of wanting to be good and needing to be better next week. And, you know, what are we going to do this week to be better for the, you know, the next event? It's, mm -hmm. it's all there, you know, and everybody kind of lives by that here. So can it, you, it's a great place to be. Can you speak to, like Roger DeCoster almost mirrors this arc of whatever he went from Honda, like uh, from his racing career, right to Honda to manage that team. And then he goes <clears throat> and leaves them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want you to start giving DeCoster credit for this when I like to take a lot of credit for KTM success because I think in 1994, you were I was, on it. He you was were the, the only one in the Southeast. I was the only person. He's in the, the Mike States. Fisher. <laughs> Of I, our I bought a new, <laughs> he's the Cliff Palmer. I bought a new KTM to nobody would buy. He bought a KTM from Barry Higgins, and I, from Barry Higgins, yes. and I think that I had something to do to do with that. That's with a great the, point. The KTM I, if you, arc. If you go all so, the way back to the launch point, you're there's probably a, there's right. There's a line there that you can mark with the purchase of that bike, and the graph just skyrockets straight up. That's right. But I, like, I so think. when I think of Roger DeCoster <laughs> and his willingness to make great changes, and like that move from Honda to Suzuki. Everybody was like, what, what is he doing? What is wrong with you? And then he brings RC over. Then he brings Dungey. They win. Then he goes to KTM. You're like, what is he doing? He brings Dungey over, and they win. It's like, damn, dude. Like, everything he's yeah. done is like, kind of been in lockstep with, you know, what you yeah. guys got going on. Dude's a, he's a genius. Yeah. No, you can't deny it that he, he, he exudes winning, you know, like he just really is it's part of the recipe and he's kind of built that way and he can't accept nothing, nothing less, you know? Um, so yeah, being around that and being a part of this whole thing and trying to learn from everybody around here, cause there's, there is a lot of, a lot of success, um, and people who've been in a lot of areas and, uh, that mixed with the culture and just, you know, again, like I can't say enough about the crew here at the, rockstar team it's it's uh you know everybody's doing their job and, and handling their deta the details that they need to handle so yeah and we just kind of we're working in the same motion you know i picture everybody Pretty awesome everybody there wants it and i picture that new facility you guys stand around like uh like the training facility in rocky four with drago and you got your riders, and you're yeah. just like Ivan Drago, and they're running around. They're measuring how hard they can hit yeah. things. Just measurables. Dudes in yeah. lab coats just yes. sitting there going, Christian, I need you to kick this. You got yes. a, they got a, a bag. Measure his a, output. Like a punching bag on the side <laughs> of the track. They come riding around and just lean off just the bike. Just hit it and, off the wow. bike. <laughs> hey, dude, tell me tell yeah. me this. Like, I know back in the day, like if some, let's say Ron Lachine took out Rick Johnson, something happened, or he, Ron Lachine, skipped some whoops. And he comes back on the track, and there's this disagreement, and the team managers go at each other after the race. They go to the AMA. How does that work if a Husqvarna guy does something to a KTM guy, 
are you still going to go to battle and fight for it's your a new guy? Angle. You know what I'm saying? Like you're the same group. You mean like, you mean like Barsha with Malcolm? Sure. Yeah. Give me sure. the, give me the Sounds example. Like a great do you person. like? Do you just go and fight for your guy? Is that how it works? Like yeah, I mean blindly. Not, I don't know, care about the team. Yeah, you know what? Like obviously, there's there's a level of respect, and I can only speak from my perspective because I, you know, I'm the type of guy that tries my best to stay level-headed. And once if if when somebody's in the wrong. And if it's me, I'm in the wrong, and you show me, then I'm going to be okay with whatever the penalty comes with it, and then vice versa. Like, if someone else is in the wrong, and I can stand up for my guy, even even if uh, it's a, someone under the same umbrella. I mean, yeah. I think it was probably my first or second first or second race as manager here at, at the Rockstar Husky team. Um and there was a something went down um with with um marv and it it wasn't like a they didn't hit each other so marv and malcolm and it was like a protest going on and pitt and pitt was here and robert Jonas were here from austria and i'm like well all right i just i'm on my way to the ama trailer and i'm like, i'm gonna tell them what you know i ain't gonna hold back on what marv did wrong so we're going to go in here and talk this thing out. So there's, there's never been any hostility, but also hasn't been on a championship level. So I could say it'd get pretty sticky if, you know, you had two two guys under the same umbrella going for the championship and then somebody. But there's no unspoken rule. There's no was, unwritten rule that says, hey, look, if we're under the same, let's, I mean, I, mean, I would, well, I would think you're a smart enough guy to know, like, let's don't, yeah, let's not get yeah, crazy here, yeah, but I but, mean, but you, you, you know pretty... it. The riders know it. Like you don't, you don't push the envelope, maybe quite as far as you would with other teams. But you are from the south, and we know that you're going to go in there and defend your guys. South always wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. you are. Yeah. Actually, we yeah. lost. I'm that's, sorry. I know. It's okay. But that, yeah. that, that, that southern redneck's going to come out in you a little bit. That's and... Bullshit! <laughs> like that. Damn, yeah. Nathan's yeah. showing out. Yeah. That's but, bullshit, son. Pit. You know. Pit. <laughs> That's three vowels on Piet. I think, you know, it always amazes me when somebody gets into it with Malcolm like they do so on the track. Because I'm like, don't do that. Biggest dude on the track. He's the biggest dude out there. I'm not messing with him. Yeah, he's a nice. And I'll say this. And he's nice, but he seems like he can hurt you. AP, we got that win out of the way. The next guy that needs to win is freaking Malcolm and the fans. God dang, they, they will love go this guy. Nuts if Nobody he wins. loves those two guys. Yes, are one, please. two, two, yeah. one, whatever. God darn, they're awesome. And Malcolm's got oh it, man. Gosh, he can yes. win a race. Yeah. He can. Hell yes, yeah. he can. No, and I think that's. I honestly think that's been part of the problem. Believe it or not, to some extent, in the first part of this year, is he's he's trying to pick back up where he left off last year when he got hurt. When he realized. Like, dude, I can win, you know, right like it, it, it finally dawned on him. And then he kind of came into this season thinking that's what he had to do. So we've kind of had to take a few steps back and say, hey, we got to we got to knock off some good rides and some good finishes before we can get to that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to skip some steps along the way if, if you like. But <laughs> ultimately, I think it was a little too much. He, he wanted too much out of it too soon. So he's just forcing too many things and then putting too much pressure on himself. So, I mean, you know, um, but I agree. I mean, it's a matter of time. I, I know he can do it and, you know, 
I, I just, I hope, I hope that we can do it and then create some momentum and snowball from there. Cause we, we need, we need some good stuff happening sooner than later. Yeah. And he's not a nicer guy out there too, man. Damn. Malcolm is the nice. Uh, he is. Is he that fun to be around all the time? Because we've had him on here and he's, yeah. I mean, he's just fun. Dude, he was at Loretta's with us he's in just, the tower and he was every day from 8 a.m. till 7. The dude was there Eight all to seven. He was there all day long. God dang, and he, y'all paying overtime? No, he's stuff? there. Like, no, he was there to hang out. I'm kidding. And but. he's watching the P Dubs. He loves the fifties. Loves the kids, the families, hey. and all that stuff. So this year, this year, you know, he's he's rehabbing his injury or whatever, and yep. it, and he comes, you know, he always comes down to Loretta's yep. or up to Loretta's, and um, you know, he they were getting ready to head out. And it was his mom's birthday. And he's like, okay, what do you want to do for your birthday? She wanted to stay. She wanted to be at Loretta's for her birthday. So that <laughs> they are tells gnarly. you. Yes. Well, they didn't get to go much. Yeah, yeah we only went They never went times. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, has yeah, he exactly. ever told – um, you have to get him to tell you the story about racing P-dubs, and he got protested. Did he take, say this story on our show? I don't remember this. Well, he, 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 would, he, he told me this story, and he raced the – was it? No, it was Loretta's and was on a P-dub and he, one of his neighbors next door in the pits said, Hey man, let's fix your bike. Let's do it like this. And they, they set him up and that dude protested him. Hi, oh, adjusted his bike him. and then yes. Wow. Yeah. And that's so it, he goes, ugly. And he, he goes, I ain't gonna tell you his name, but he was cool. He goes, I ain't gonna blast him, but he cost me. But like, and uh, he, he wasn't even sure he wanted to go. Like he qualified for the area, then originally goes. I don't think I want to go. He's like, oh, you going? Oh, Big James, James say you yeah. going now? We going? <laughs> yeah. That was not having it, dude. And hearing him tell these stories is so damn funny. But he was like, he was not yeah. wanting to put this dude on blast. That is so ugly. This dude cost him fifty cc drive racing. Hey, he's a good dude for not because I would still be putting that dude on blast. Oh yeah, yes. still. Nick be. just put a guy on blast from Latvia who cost him an eighth <laughs> a grade lover in eighth grade. In eighth grade. <laughs> This dude got in the way. What was his name? We have big Latvia problems around here. Yar, Yaris. <laughs> Yaris. Yaris Nagamedov. Yaris Nagamedov. Yaris. Yaris. It costs Nick. And you'll be interested, yeah. John. Yaris is actually Latvian for John. Oh. Hey, man, I would never do that. I, I ain't I, stealing no eighth grade girlfriend. I'm a little pissy with you, too, right now. <laughs> but I, I'm not the one. It was some Latvian cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost Nick one of his few defeats. And that was Nick in is, eighth grade. Nick's like 701 in lovemaking. And his Giannis to, is... To one. To this, and this, 701 to one. That's cat from Latvia. That's why we have such an issue with Latvia right now. Dude. Well, we don't have an issue with Latvia. We <laughs> did, this is bringing up old shit, but... We had a complaint from somebody from about this show from Latvia. Literally, we last week we said something, we said something about Latvia. We're like, man, if they have a donations there, I don't know, man, it's going to be sketchy. And some dude hit me up. I'm like, hey, with your American, how do you have, how do you have internet there? I'm being arrogant again, I guess, because he goes, your American arrogance. I'm like, damn, dude, no, just, we literally we were kidding. We don't. We're not Latvia. serious about anything here, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. And he yeah, sent this exactly. long letter. So Ooh. we made a formal apology for 15 minutes on. Had to speak show. to the prime minister. Yeah, we the, called the prime minister. We called everybody. Dang U.S. embassy to Latvia. It was very involved. Anyway, you're uh, you're now entangled. international incident. You're entangled yeah. in yeah, this. Yeah, he's a, he's <laughs> yeah. an acquaintance or whatever the word. Now you're, is. Now, yeah, if we ever get all brought up on charges in Latvia for defamation. Hundred percent. Now, now you're Ramsey. involved, Nate. Yep. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're you're Latvian uh internet, dude. Internet. It's stupid. You've <laughs> lost your now you've lost your Latvian privileges. <laughs> oh boy. That's all right. I'll be I'll be fine. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No plans yeah. to head to Latvia anytime nah. soon. <clears throat> nah. Surprisingly, they they don't have a lot of all inclusive resorts there. So he, you know, that's kind of what he wanted in a couple of Latvia. Yeah, no. sandals, sandals. <laughs> beaches, Latvia. Sandals. Is there a, is there a beach sandals. in Latvia? Sandals, Latvia. If you just want to saw wood all weekend, with your I'm looking well, for a vacation where I can saw, saw wood. Their gross natural product is they is wood. So their their number one export is uh, sawn wood. wood. Sawn wood. Manufactured wood. So. Sandals is not looking that's what, hey, to expand their business. That's what you get for being on this show yeah. is a, a free trip to Sandals Latvia. So if you ever really wanted to see this. prices right when they go, uh, grand prize. <laughs> uh, Mr. Nathan Ramsey from Hexon, Tennessee. Sandals Latvia, $1,100 with their fare. Yeah, with airfare. Everything. With airfare. <laughs> God dang, you can't fly to England for that. That's, I, know. I mean, it's gonna... further. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Still Sorry to reveal how stupid we, we are. We are so dumb. But seriously, I had to address two different spots on YouTube and Twitter. With and Latvian ap- complaints. And apologize to this guy from Latvia. I'm like, dude, I'm, we were kidding. <laughs> And then I went back, and he was talking junk on Bulgaria. I'm like, "What are you?" Like, I went to his Twitter, and so I, it's he's, cool for him yeah, to dog cool. out it's other cool countries. Him to dog on Bulgaria, <laughs> like Bulgaria, like nobody's ever been to no, Sandals, he, Bulgaria. You're right? He is yeah, Sandals, Bulgaria. He was arrogant too. So whatever. <laughs> so, all right, Nathan, we'll we'll let you out. You want to thank your sponsors before we let you go? <laughs> I can thank my mom, my dad, my grandma, grandpa, and my dog. The and, uh, Hicks in Tennessee Chamber of Chamber Commerce, of Commerce. <laughs> and no, yeah. and, and you got to yeah, say my, everybody my, else I forgot. My like. buddy's the my my buddy's the mayor of Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. So God, I like to thank it. him. Really? Yeah. So you do know some powerful no, people. No, he's the, he is the city manager, and I always mess with him and ask him when he's going to be the. You're mayor. going to be mayor one he's day. Making I more money know. than a mayor. I guarantee you that. Our city manager makes great money. Yeah, yeah. he's the highest paid employee in Baldwin County. Yeah, the mayor is not no. necessarily the, the most mayor. No, not, no, our the, city no, manager is the, is yes, the dude. Yes, yes. That's what he says. He goes, I would never be the mayor because they don't make no money. Big old pay Correct, cut, yes. son. I ain't got time for that. That's yeah. right. So did y'all know, and yeah. maybe Nathan knows this, that the the guy that was the wrestler called The Undertaker is the mayor of Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee? No, I didn't know that. But I know I who that I, wrestler. Yeah, I think I did know that. Yeah, Yeah, The Undertaker. Yeah. I heard, I've heard that before. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> well, get get your yeah. money. My exactly. son went to Tennessee, so that's how I know that whole. Are you a Vols fan? Yeah. Being that close to Georgia, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. go, go yeah. Vols. Yep, yep, yep. No, I, I'm my wife. My then, wife uh, dated. Where I grew up, you're either Vols, Alabama, or Georgia. You know, yeah. yeah. There's no that's, middle that's ground. I'm no UT no. fan. My wife dated the uh, quarterback, not the current one. Uh-oh. Not the current one. Yeah, I know. Right. See, and Kevin, he's he's got a lot of insecurities. Yeah, I do. Like when I come in there, I'm like covering yeah. up. I'm like, no. Stop. In light of yeah. the McAdoo first turn, he's yeah. I don't need. She don't need. He's wow. having issues. Kevin's wow. really insecure yeah. this week. Like, yeah. uh, I guess was this nice? Because I, I, 
She goes, yeah, the big ones really hurt. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yours, is per- yours is perfect. The big ones hurt. <laughs> All right, Nathan, we'll let you go. I know you don't want to get too far hey, into this. Well, since we brought, since Giannis over here brought it up, <laughs> what about riding an entire moto with yes, your junk hanging out a guy on a grips? Like, like a where grip would you pull in? A couple of things. Where are we at? Yes. Would you yeah. pulled in? Why is gear that uh, flimsily no, made? It's would you have pulled out? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you Seriously, know, I I have thought about this since I'm like I don't know what I would have done. I don't think I could have just. Dude, he knew it. He you saw know, you. Drug, you've drug, seen the you've seen yeah. the video of it. He goes, uh, he made a business decision, and he goes, I'm, right. I'm finishing this I, junk. He's probably a better man than me. I think I'd have. Swung by the mechanic's area and grabbed the microfiber and tucked her in or something. I think so too. I, that seems so risky and painful. One piece of roost. They call them guts. <laughs> guts racing for yeah, a reason. Because it'll guts, rip your junk to guts shreds. Will, guts will rip your nuts. So it's guts racing. Just it's a cheese grater, dude. What if it's just so freeing I, I that you can't he got imagine relaxed. how that felt? What? That's it what I'm saying. Can't be good on. What if it was just so freeing with the no. breeze that you just relax? You're like, no. Whew, I should have been riding with my nuts out <laughs> the whole time. Uh, yes. Just wear a pantyhose over it next oh, time. Man. Hey, you know how motocross is so trendy? Like this week, the, the, the every pair stop of pants. It. Nobody's racing <laughs> every, with their junk out. Like, <laughs> they're going to be kids racing with their nuts <laughs> no, out all over the place. No, they're trying not. Trying to be like McAdoo. Yeah. Like, all right, Nathan, <laughs> you, your thoughts riding like that? I know you just said it, but like, like I, I was concerned with sliding up and down on the seat, setting up for a turn, taking yeah. a tiny little bit yeah. of roost at 80 miles an hour to your little, what? come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think how to pull her in, fig, figure something out. Me too. I, Pun I intended. I don't, I don't think I could have done that in, in at this, at, probably in the moment, you can't imagine the exposure, but you're thinking about the pain, you know, and then all the photos and, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I gotta tell you, that's probably the only time that Little Elvis would have made a good decision on my part. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> only time he's making really bad, bad decisions. decisions. At that point, he would have oh, been like, "Bring it on him, brother!" <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother, yeah. I yeah. think we need to take it all in pits. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, exactly. But I, I don't think I could have done it. Now they're gonna be kids at Loretta showing up with their junk naked. hanging out, just riding naked. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, you just have to cut. That'll be the next step. Crossless motorcross. Yes, crossless motocross, naked motocross. Yeah, exactly. motocross pants. I talked to Wygant uh, after. I'm like, did you Did you guys see? He goes, we had no idea. Nobody knew. Just yeah. think if they no, had the jokes they could have made. Oh. I didn't happen to notice from the tower myself. So Yeah, you were seeing that uh, thing flying past the first you. Few pictures I saw, the first few pictures I saw, I thought it was I did know, too. I fake. thought they were fake. Yeah, I didn't believe it either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd been more believable if you'd had it. a really small penis. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> dang, yeah. dude, you're not helping nobody. Like that would have it would have been way more believable. Yes, but like a like, normal average white guy penis. Yeah, that was, there that was, was nothing. But, hey, you, you know what? Kitchens sent him a message saying, "Now it all makes sense." <laughs> no. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> It does. Yeah, it all makes it sense. totally makes sense. <laughs> Got some big old balls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever going to question your no, balls again. No, his heart or his balls. No. So. No. All right. Nope. 
I think this is a great place for a segue. We'll uh, yeah. We'll we let... usually finish with penis talk. <laughs> yeah, we always try to finish up on a good strong. That's how you know it's over. <laughs> All, All right, Nathan. Rails. Thanks for being on. Thanks for for jumping on with us. We will uh, we'll see you soon. I'm sure Daytona or Day in the Dirt or something like that. Daytona for sure. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I appreciate it, and uh, it was fun. All, All right, guys. Thanks, Nathan. Right, thank, thank you. you. Right. We love you. See you. See ya. He didn't say he loved Nick. Back. We didn't give him a chance. But I don't so, know if he really loves Nick. Do you love Nick, Nick or not? Say it. Freaking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. He's hometown. He's only an hour yeah. and a half from us. Yeah. Well, he's when he's talking about Chattanooga. Like I know that man was like dipping down into Georgia all the time. Well, that's ride. why he would ride at that Riverview track. Yeah. I was there multiple times when he was there, but yeah, I don't expect him to really remember the layout. What a, what but, a crappy place! Like I've talked to Jeff Travis, and he lived up in. For a while, he lived in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, near Tennessee. And he's like, man, I can't – there's nowhere to ride. This is 2,000, 2, 3 or something like yeah. that. So I'm like, damn, dude. Like, for Nate Ramsey, this yeah. guy's like, – he's legit. And oh, how yeah. did he get that way with no – not a lot nowhere of good to go places and starting to ride. late. Like he said, he was – he he was not at Loretta's at 13, winning 12, 15. That Nothing. That blows my mind that someone no, has we're talking all about that 15, inside 16. them. Yeah. And it, they Super waited late. forever to let Super it blossom. Super late. And then he still took he it still to the pinnacle of the sport. Yeah. He was going to make it no matter what. That's yeah. just so wild. Like, well, it's like what we say sometimes. You, you got it or you don't. Or you don't. Yeah. And, and he had it. He had it. Know? Yeah. Because, like, I don't even remember seeing him a lot at, like, Calhoun. Mm. No. I don't no, know that just I just a handful of times. Yeah, one or just one time, maybe. Times. Two and times. that had to be the closest track. We only, I only there saw was an him. I-40. I saw him at RRP. Yeah, he was I-40 I yeah, probably. Still, Calhoun was yeah, it wasn't far from him. Heck no. It's close. I didn't get out too much at Calhoun because I was always racing at our track, so I can't yeah. speak to that. But, like, this is probably 92. Kyle's in the C class, and he's on he's on that finally getting that RRP ride. So he's Nate's probably 18. Yeah. He's about our age. He's older than you, probably about probably my age. So, yeah. so the dude started super late, super late. It's just it's, I love it. Stories like that. Yeah. So it doesn't have to, there's, to some there's of no parents, traditional way. Like, oh, it's got to be this one. If he's not the dude at twelve, then it's over. No, it, it means nothing. No, because Bill Nicoletti, I announce every race, every I'm talking about every big six of them from Minios. Yeah, yeah. He Loretta's, was at them. Two Texas races. Nothing. He was never there. Yeah. He was there. He oh, was he was 11. not at them. He, well, okay, he was yeah, there, yeah. but he was not. He was not the in on my radar. Not neither the was. Uh, what's his name? Race for Fly and Suzuki. Uh, beat up Vince Freeze first. Yeah, yeah. The first guy to beat the up Vince Freeze. Hang on. Big dude. Weston. Weston. Weston didn't show up to me until he like. He's a late bloomer, right? Second or third at uh, Oak Hill. Never and even me heard and, of Me and Wes came. We're like, Weston Pike. We literally asked him, said, come up here to the tower. I want to see this guy. Didn't know who he, he was. Because he's giant on the he, motorcycle, Yes, right? he quit school. For getting in fights, and his, his dad said, "Yeah, yeah." And he was driving his wife to school and dropping her off. GTO. <laughs> but so no, like, but some of these guys just—it's different, man. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a certain way. Well, you see some guys every now and then. Like, I saw a guy recently that played one year of high school football and yeah. was in the pros. Yes. Oh my gosh! Like, what the heck? Man? Yeah. Or they played like some other Australian rules deal or some yeah. weird football hey, deal. Hey, can you ask Malcolm to name? Not that we'll broadcast it, just so you would know. He wouldn't tell me at about the this 50, year. He wouldn't say he, it. He he goes. He's he's 
in the mix. So still. he, so it's someone who's known. Yeah. Because I wondered if, if you're starting your 50 career off that like way. that. Yeah. How the heck will you have opportunity down there? I can't 50, believe those stories 50, don't go away. 50s, that 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 holds. It's gnarly. They may it's be more cool of a reflection it, of the But dad. I guarantee you that Big James scared the living shit out of that dude. He had to have. Which makes it even more all Why the while that, that they did it in the yeah, first place. Right. scared. Yeah. Why would F you, over Big James? Yeah, why would you do it to a guy you know would beat the hell out of you? Yeah, he could just yeah, grab and, you and, with and those James, hands. And James was already a deal. Yeah. So you're like, so you're, they're you're, high you're profile. getting blackballed immediately. Yeah, I would think so. I, I just don't like that behavior, man. I mean, you got to kind of be selfish to... It's gotta, that's why I'd be curious to who it was, because it's got to come back to get you at some point. Right. Karma's got to come back. Opportunity was some limited point. somewhere because of that, because of that story. Somebody, yeah, they've told you. And you know what? In... in Malcolm is a hell of a guy because he did not want it. He, yeah, yeah, this many years if, later, if they're in the mix up. at all, he was it, opportunity would be limited now if yeah, that came out. Malcolm yeah. could, if they told could him easily that. wield his power and where yeah. we at, where, whatever you know in this. It he, really says just, a lot hey, about his character. Yeah, yeah. way more than mine because I'd be like, man, fuck man. Let me tell you what happened to a dude uh, I knew from Latvia. <laughs> yeah. I kill that man. Yeah. yeah, he uncorked the silencer on my PW and cost me the damn race. Yeah, he did, dude. I and walked. Then it was unstopped. I walked into Barry Higgins' shop one year, like this is our little Saturday night series, and these people took it so seriously. My the, God, the '60s and '50s and '80s, they're just getting in. This is before Loretta, so I will say this: before Loretta's was like huge and like all encompassing and had to be there. Yeah. So the night series, that stuff was so big. Like we got you, you started, you, you started showing up, you, you show up and you rode, you just saw the track. You're like, Oh, this is cool. And then you started popping in on a Saturday night race. Then next year you did the series and then you did some Sunday stuff and then finally got to Loretta. So there's a several years to get to yeah. Loretta's, but like, so back then I was, I would pop in the, H and H, and I would see the guys Barry working on some stuff. He goes, I said, "What you got?" He goes, "You don't want to see this." I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like, why I, are you goes, putting a 125 cylinder on? A literally 60? on a 60, they were doing stuff. I'm like, oh god, because <laughs> I don't want to. These are your people riding your track, so I just walked out. Yeah, you don't want to see this. You don't need to know. So there were dudes there that were Barry's just like, got grafting a cylinder <laughs> that will do three he times was the Roger side of the cases. The Mitch Payton, yeah, of all these 65s. But see, I was always of the belief that until you, until that stock bike Cannot is a limiter, yes, like get out of here. Get the suspension and if, tires. Yes, that's it. Spend the money on suspension. Keep the Hit piston the rings and, and whatever. But like, you know what? You like you said that to to those people and to and I'm not saying those people like in a degrading term at all. That's the biggest thing in the world. No, because I get it. And Saturday we treated night, we treated it I as can such. remember going like you, It was I'm a big sure deal. You we made you like, feel that. I raced okay. a million Saturday nights. Yeah, I can remember being like all I would think about if I was while I was at work if I had any time for my brain to wander if it was Saturday night racing and or sex and and <laughs> And, and so okay, that girl it. from Latvia. He named it. Yeah, the one he lost. The, to the, Latvia the only Latvia. two things I cared about were were those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was it. But it was a big deal. In and your we brain fed and into it. About and it. we were excited. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was it's Saturday a big morning. Deal. You got up. You got it was cool. You got your like, shit ready. You were, that's some of my favorite times as a, as a man was like just providing. Like we didn't make a ton of money. We made we made money. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But like we didn't make millions. We weren't like millions a no. week. Yes. 
No, but it was like so cool to be able to provide a place for people to pull in, set up, and like families come in and have the most kick ass night to do of their best. Their night. You know, I was, Pigeon, dude, it was awesome. you know, it was, I was never fast, so it wasn't like you know, I could go out. So he's going after 50 moms. 60 he did moms, interviews too. during yeah. the middle of the race. Yeah, for sure. You did I mean, that. No, I he did, did too. Yeah, I did pit stops. I. Yeah. With air tools. <laughs> Kevin and I did an interview during yeah. the race multiple times. Yeah. And but Nick's like, you think I should be, uh, I feel like I should be like riding right now. I, I don't know, man. Just keep going. But yeah, that was, that's what I mean. Like I yeah, was Saturday night's all time favorite. It was just so much fun just There's to go no hang pressure. out. Sundays be, sucked. Sundays were serious. They were closer to areas. They were closer to more whatever. It, it just oh, yeah. got more and more. Whatever. Saturday nights were so it damn like fun. Sundays would go on forever, and you get home at 6, 30, 7 o'clock at night, and you were tired. Right. Had to go to work. Saturday Mondays night didn't matter. Hell. You go to 2 in the morning. 2 in the morning. 1 o'clock. You just, you know. I hated riding motorcycles at 1 a.m. Hated we, it. We didn't do that. I did not do that. That we, happened at Calhoun. Yeah, multiple. Calhoun yeah, did this. We Calhoun. started very, we started on time, got it done. Yeah. But, but like, I damn. still remember being at Bremen at 10. No, 11. Oh, you go to 11. 11.30 easily. Yeah. And then hang out. And loving it, though. Like, you go, the, it felt so cool to go to the line in the dark. Heck, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Because our lights were shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know. They were no, shit. I didn't, no. I, didn't, I didn't know they were shit. They, they were, were shit. It was better than the ride through the parking lot up there. So that was, It was dark in the parking lot. It was very shit. I do remember that. Yep. You know, yeah. but, heck, who cares, Saturday man? nights were awesome. Thursday nights were a cult. Thursday nights Thursday were, nights awesome were epic. Like, yeah. for me, like, it was a social gathering of, like, we had 200 riders on a Thursday I hate night. that I took it so seriously during those years. individual See, riders I showing like, I, I rode go, and I got out. No, man. I would go and ride. I'd go ride my five, six, seven laps. Then and I'd come back and hang out with... With Sean Dukes. Dukes Aaron Plessinger is there. Like, yeah, there are dudes everybody, there. Everybody, man. We were fucking cool. Yeah. Just hang out and everybody shoot the my shit. My dad, talk. I'm like, Dad, like, we got to go buy wings. Like, we went to Sam's. We'd buy, like... 400 wings, like just bags of 50. That said, just make wings. I'll, we'll cook That's them. eight just, bags. And just, whatever, just give them wings. Like we we did free wings till they yeah. run out. Like just free wings on Thursday night. Just cool shit to like. Yeah. Entice you know why you, you have out. problems getting, controlling your weight when you get older? I Fucking, never remember eating then. Yeah, you planned what you were going to do and you figured yeah, out the, eating the, later. The when food, you get old, you plan on eating yeah. and you don't figure on doing anything. Yeah. Like, like what the heck? Back then, I would go there and I'd, I don't. I would never take food. food. I would We're just riding. Whatever. I don't need yeah, food. No, if you brought a cooler, holy shit, amazing! Yeah. Yeah. And if it had ice in it, if it wasn't the hot ass grape ass drink you had from one week ago or whatever, <laughs> I don't know that I grape ever took ass. a cooler. I really don't. He like said I grape really, ass. If yeah. he was drinking some of that grape, and ass. that grape food drink, I ever shoot. ate was we'd come be come back from Mitch Connor Hillbilly Hills and stop at Buckner's for the Buckner's, family baby. style freaking round table, dude. Yeah. Like twelve motocrossers sitting around that round table, spinning, wolfing down a lazy season. They probably lost potatoes. money on some there's on no some motocross racers, yes, because those boys were hungry. Yeah, that shit was coming there starving to death, man. It's crazy. <laughs> that time at Hillbilly Hills, I if I told this on this show before, excuse me, but whenever I was announcing, so you're on the uh, roof of the scoring tower, you you go the up, the, you go up the up the stairs. Out a window because there's no door. You climb out a window. So it was OSHA certified. <laughs> and I have a aircraft controller microphone, one that kind of the T bones like in a high school. To, it's got a stand and it I'm comes up. I'm coming to get you. And I have to push the button. So I'm out on the uh, roof of a building or whatever. 
wolf pen to Covey later. And whenever Marty Marty goes, hey, come here to me. Give, give me that microphone. So it's like practice is just finishing up. <laughs> and he goes, whoever came in this concession stand <laughs> and stole my money. After practice, After man. Pra- this man had all his money stolen from it's a, You've told it, but this is a story worth telling, <laughs> but he son. Go, he goes, and he looks at his menu, and he goes down the entire menu with his microphone. If you eat a Coca-Cola <laughs> with, and you bought a Coca-Cola with my money, I hope you choke on it. And drowned. And he goes, if you eat a hamburger... And he just keeps running down this whole If menu. you eat a hamburger. A chili like, cheese fry. Like I hope you choke on when it. When John was going to apologize to all 1.8 million people in Latvia earlier, we had to put a stop we to it. We had to stop. Marty, stop it. Just because I was naming all the... Uh, man, I even didn't even get through the age. There was a few people that were there, though. Wes Kane, his son, Drew Kane. Was it Hillbilly was that, that day? Yeah, his son was it. Drew Kane finished third at Loretta's. He was what good. What the heck? Wes was there. I know, was, but what he are goes, the Dude, chances? I was there. Like, what, me and Wes didn't know each other for another 12 years till 05. You'll never forget an announcer's speech like Stop. that. Stop. He stopped the whole damn Shut race. Shut down the event. I stopped a race at Bremen. I stopped a race at Bremen. Man. Still might be a little mad Dude, about no, this. no, I was pissed. Might still be mad. No, I am still pissed. Okay. We ordered bathroom trailer, a beautiful men's and women's bathroom trailer there till the end till we sold the place. 97, somewhere in there it come in? Maybe? Probably, no, probably 2000, maybe even further. Okay. But it's a Saturday night race. We just had this thing installed, plumbed, ready to go. Some dude, some dude came in the urinal and shit in the urinal. Okay, yeah. The stand-up urinal. I remember that. I grabbed... I remember the story. I grabbed that mic. I'm like, Hey! Whose doo-doo scoops landed in the urinal? We're doing a DNA test right now. I said, we did this for you, you asshole. It didn't help me. I don't need this. Uh, We drove to California. Literally, that thing was delivered from California. My buddy drove a damn tractor goddamn trailer out there, drug that damn thing back for you to shit the first night. Part. Like, who does that? There's a window in that door that you'd have to be looking to your right, shitting in a urinal, hoping nobody's Nobody walking walked in, in while yeah. you shit in a urinal. I was, And your butt cheeks probably touched, like, everything everything up in there to get it far enough I back to where you might have had, like, you know, pee-pee on the potty. I grabbed that mic. Joey's announced. I'm like, give me that mic. Joey. <laughs> if you. Yeah. Shit. Shit in my urinal. <laughs> I, hope I hope you choke on it. <laughs> God, I was so pissed, you, man. For a minute, you were the Marty Martin. I was. Yeah. I turned like 20 years Harrelson later. County. Of Harrelson County. I literally took a page out of Marty's whatever. Hey, I he's, saw a it. Good, he's a good person to follow. Marty knew what he was doing. Don't shit in our urine. Like, it's yours, dude. <sighs> yeah, it makes Dick. no sense because everybody else. I would have been so pissed if I was the next person to walk in. Come on. Like, You'd be trying bro. to, like, you wouldn't. Trying to pee on it or yeah. make it I wash it all you, down. I, I think if I walked in <laughs> on somebody shitting in the urinal, at a I'd piss on him. Head. I'd pee on him. You'd probably just kick the hell I out of him. I probably would have just movie tied his ass. That's what I'm thinking. Nick would tackle this side. That's a dick move. That's all our stuff. It's our stuff. Especially it's brand new. It's Bremen. We're, I, you were on I just an felt episode like we were, of Jerry Bernardo's freaking show over that. I felt like we were. You remember that? So, I mean, we know. I felt like we were so close to our people. Like, yeah. literally, this I was one of you. This like, for you. We did this for you. Yeah. I don't need it. You can go keep pissing in that dumb thing we got but there. But you did it for the people that man, were like your, your, your people, man. Yes. I thought the moms, the 
grandparents would appreciate a nice you don't air conditioning. Where you pee, man. You or you have sex in the what is it? What is it? Something yeah, like something. that. Don't eat where you shit. Yeah, something. Something shit where you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know all that, but yeah, it was a dick move. No, <sighs> no all doubt right. about it. So, yeah. Um, are we gonna do Josh Greco yeah. on the show here? I, okay. Man, this weekend I went uh, over to Muscle Shoals, Alabama, which is uh, Sweet Home, where Sweet Home Alabama was recorded. I went to Muscle Shoals Sound Studio where they recorded uh, Free Bird, Simple Man, and the first recording of Sweet Home Alabama was there. Rolling Stones recorded there, Aretha Franklin. Like, I just wanted to see this little hole in the wall place, and it is a hundred percent restored to the seventies level. And it is exactly like it was the day they recorded it all. And then now it's like a, a tour you can take. It takes like eight minutes to, to do It's one room, you know. But it was it was super cool. And uh, Muscle Shoals is actually a nice little town. Yeah. Like, they've got a nice little happening music scene there. So we Swampers still? Swampers. Uh, there's one still alive. He's 80 now. Dang. The rest of them, the other three have died. Mm-hmm. They started mm-hmm. at a recording studio called Fame. And... They felt like they could go out on their own, and they no. started Muscle Shoals Sound, which was originally a casket uh, facility where you could buy caskets, and they got into the building and made it a recording studio. So we went out to the um, to the restaurants and the, the bar scene that night, you know, and there was this homeless dude, and he didn't know where he was, but he was holding court. He leaned up on this trash can, and you, he was one of these dudes that was like... Uh, you know, kicking over microphones. And he was one of these guys that just throws headphones and stuff. Um, but he's propped up on this trash can and he, he's, you can tell he thinks he's taking a break at work. And so he's chatting with the boys in his head there's nobody around him, but he's he's just talking to no one. He's just talking. He never stopped talking. And so we're waiting to get into this restaurant. You know, they had a 30 minute wait. So, so I just listened to this dude. And he sat there and he talked and talked and talked. And he was saying things like this. He was like, uh, Hey, boy, you come in here talking all that talk. I'll tell you right now, boss man sees you walk in late. He ain't going to put over there right there. He'll far your ass, son. And he would say things like that. And you're, so you're, you're listening to him kind of rage about this dude being, being late. And nobody's late. There's no employees. You can tell this dude ain't had a job in 35 years. You know, he's just he's just talking. So let me ask you this with that guy there. Do you, and I'm not, I don't mean to sound, do you have a tolerance or not necessarily a tolerance because I don't want it to sound like you would judge him or put him. Like American arrogance or something. But yeah, like American arrogance towards Latvia. But would you, <laughs> some people like, my son, who's a smart kid, talk to anybody in the world, love him to death. But he has no, like, he doesn't suffer crazy people well. Like, nothing freaks he's, him out but crazy people. Like, if somebody's talking to himself like that, he just turns and goes the other direction. He, he, he's, uh, well, I think I could have if like he if seemed dangerous. If he felt dangerous, but the guy... If I, I don't feel they're dangerous, I can talk to somebody that's out like that and not... Like it doesn't. I'm not going to make fun of them. I'm not going to like do any of that. Yeah. But I can I can suffer through what they're going on and and talk to them and not to make fun of them, but just but like my son, he's out. Like if somebody starts acting crazy, thinks somebody's so like, he's just like uh, I, I'm not. I could be nervous if it's just me and the guy, 
but there was tons of people everywhere. And so hit. somebody like you, you had to push somebody down in front of you to get away. You could <laughs> right, yeah. And I could get traction off of the lady next to me as I took off yeah. running. But he didn't seem threatening. He seemed like a good old redneck dude who you know probably like worked at the sawmill in Latvia cutting logs and stuff gotcha. to be shipped. But he didn't want anybody to be late, obviously. No, he but he was like. You might talk that talk, but if boss man sees you come in late, he'll dock your pay, now, boy. Listen, and he I, just and the reason I say I almost I tried to have a conversation one time with a crazy woman in uh, Marlington, West Virginia, and she was oblivious to the fact that I was even there. Okay, but just like you were talking about that dude, she comes into a the, we were in a diner like this place is 137 years old, and <laughs> that's a like diner. and the whole time she's just going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it takes no. a newspaper. This is back in the days of newspaper and tears it up into perfectly like perfect squares and has like 20 stacked squares of paper oh, no. and her thing. And I, so I asked a waitress, I was like, she okay. She's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. no, she was a, she said she was a professor at university of West Virginia and just lost it one day. And she said, she comes in here every day, doesn't order. They just bring her the same food and, she pays and leaves. So, no, none of that. This guy was more like somebody I could relate to. I've heard these same complaints. But, like, I recorded <laughs> him for a second. Like, listen listen to him talk. You tell me where the privacy Craig, statement went the wrong way. And if there ain't a damn privacy statement, I ain't a goat. Like that's there we go. He's Sorry. raging about. Uh, he's calling it a privacy statement. <laughs> well, you did a good Josh. job of imitation of him. Oh, we got Josh Greco on the phone. Yep, yep. Okay, well, sorry, man. Our story ran just a shade long. I didn't realize <laughs> no, Kevin's I, even I calling was, you. <laughs> I was trying to get back on no track word. here, but uh, dude, we get off the rails pretty easily here. We just finished up with Nathan Ramsey. We were talking about homeless people at a bar. So, uh, <laughs> good old boy, homeless people though, not good, scary good, ones. Yeah, he was, not. He was a funny one. Yeah, just good, good, solid homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you, honestly. You're kind of homeless, like you just kind of run around, roaming, like, drifting town to town. Hey, home, home is where you make it. That's right, right on. A, let's so Josh Greco. The genesis of this whole interview was I was talking to Brad Gebhart, and we, we your name came up. He was dude. He's he's been at it for like a long time. Never been on like a factory team. Yeah. Never had like full support, paid whatever. Just keeps doing it. Grinding. Like you literally just raced in that rain-soaked San Francisco race, I believe. Like you are a true like road warrior. And like you date what are you dating a Hooters waitress? You're you're, you're engaged now. You're all good now. Like I don't want to call it, I don't want to degrade that, but like so like she has she made the money? Oh, yeah. Like who makes the money in this whole program? Kevin's yeah. bewildered by I'm how be you've been able to keep yeah, going. Yeah, how how have you kept this thing going? I mean, I, I do it on a budget, so uh, this is my 15th year. Wow. Um, 15th year pro. You're the yeah, Tom Brady. You're the GOAT, pro, dude. Um, I was actually thinking about it today. Um, how many more years? I believe it would be Reed. I don't know who else would have a chance other than Reed or Grant, but yeah. that I'd race their dad and I'll be racing their boy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude. I, I know, but like they did it and it, it was very, it was much easier for them because they had, they got to fly to the races. They were paid. You're doing this like, based yeah, I want to hear about this program. Yeah. Yeah. Tell I mean, me how your program works. How do you yeah. get to the race? Like, 
How do you get the bikes? How do you yeah, get I the mean, gear? I, Go. I'm li- I'm living in a van. Um, I mean, when I'm home, I'm with my my fiance and her family at their house. But uh, I'm on the road most of the year, living out of a van. Um, we get enough sponsor support at the beginning of the season to get going. Um, the past two years, they paid for me basically to go to south of the border and get some practice in, which we uh, we had a little bit of medical issues come up the last two years that we finally figured out. So at the end of this year, I got to get fixed and get into shape for next year. But uh, Did you get yeah, snipped? Um, what you, wait, wait, wait. Did you get snipped? No, are, we, are we done no, with that? Uh, okay. No, I'm, try- I'm I'm trying to go for that actually, but uh, <laughs> no, I I got hiatal hernia in my chest, oh, so really? I'm having uh, a lot of struggles breathing and wow, causing just everything else to shut down. Like uh, muscles aren't working good. I'm I'm not getting all the uh, the CO2 out of my lungs, so I'm giving myself CO2 poisoning when I'm breathing hard. Wow. Um. That's... So yeah, it's it's a struggle, but we couldn't get it fixed in time before season, so. Uh, that's the plan in May, and I like that you're still stronger. talking third party like this team. Like They're talking we, about fixing we, them. we. I think it sounds like me, well, but yeah, like, yeah. go yeah, we all you want, dude. I like the fact that you want it so bad. You're like, yeah, I don't need to breathe. What's I'm a little CO two? I'm not. Fucking yeah, it's, it's still a thing, no matter what. Um, I got I got enough people behind me to no we to really we. keep it going. I mean, yeah. Yeah, even when it comes down to, I mean, the mud race at San Diego, I went down on the first lap and and uh, in the heat race, and then pulled in, grabbed my fiance, tossed her my goggles, and said, "I need these cleaned and and find me a dry set of gloves. I'm going to rinse the bike off." And uh, she ran to the pit, got the goggles ready, actually started loading the tear offs, and she's like, "I don't really know what I was doing. I just remember kind of how you did it." And now they're and, on your uh, throttle side. Yeah. No, no, she got I'm it right. Kidding. She knew the left side. <laughs> Just She's kidding. a keeper, dude. Uh, but, Good for you, dude. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, it's I, I, I got extremely lucky. I'm I I can't say it enough. That's she awesome. You need does a, everything when it comes to the race day. You need a non-porn OnlyFans just following you, like people that would just pay just to, to see watch, how in the world, uh, just to see what you're doing. I, 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 I got my OnlyFans. It, it don't pay the bills. Oh, okay. Just it's check. more or less for laughs. It's, oh, okay. It's for laughs. All right. For um, laughs. Yeah, we like no. that. Oh, then you laughs. should put more pictures of your feet because I understand that pays a lot of bills for people. Hey, I'll tell oh, you this. Feet Finder has a yearly subscription. Feet I, I was Finder. Do it, but I don't want to put the money down. <laughs> Have you considered, yeah. like, just kind of um, manipulating your pants in the crotch area and just let that thing out. Like the, the traction. Yeah, we, we heard this. We, we, the mileage. We heard that it's getting popular. Somebody tried it this weekend. Yeah. We, we heard that that's going to be the new thing is just to let, let your junk fly free during the race. Yeah, that's going to be at the next riders meeting just uh, to make sure we have proper coverage. <laughs> I'm like chest so, protectors. They're going to so, be like, those of you with OnlyFans pages, don't get it. any ideas. Yes. Logan Carnell. So tell I actually, me. <laughs> I, I, I really hope uh, McAdoo opens my message. I just sent him one today with a really funny skit that God. I was like, you got to use this uh, this sound on a video. It said something about, it was a dude talking about his wiener dog. And he goes, people just, when it, when my wiener comes out, people start taking photos. And <laughs> and if I'm going a little slow, it, uh, it is, that's what I do. Uh-huh. And I really hope he makes a video of it. I think it'll be hilarious. God, he is getting some traction on yeah. this. 
So yeah, tell me, I, tell I me about your program though, Josh. Tell me how you, like, um, I, I, you, you get to the races. So like the, the way Brad explained it uh, before you get into it, he goes, and I know he was being silly. He goes, I think you're. Am I am I correct? And your fiance worked at Hooters. She does. She does. Yeah. She's uh. She they send her all over the place. She does the store openings and stuff. Train okay. some of the girls and then. Awesome. Our local one. She's a bartender waitress at. Sweet. So is she but, a uh, no. is she a free agent? Like the way he explained, he was being silly. He goes, so look, they just drive, they run out of money, and she's a free agent. She just walks into Hooters. She goes, hey. I'm here for eight hours. I'm, I'm going to make some money. We're going to keep on no, trucking no, after. Nothing, nothing like that. Right. She's got her her main her main one in Indiana that she works at, and then uh, the year that we raced Indy for two weeks, she knows the manager down there, so she went down there and worked and just stayed in the van with me all week down there. Wow. Um. So that's where that kind of came from. Right. It's not that she can work any of them, but, uh, she's a free agent. Like they like it better where she just calls the shot. She basically <laughs> right. just tells, Hey, the we're manager, coming into San Diego. We need a spot. We need a Hooters. I'm taking this nine to four oh, shift. I wish, I wish it worked like that. Right. You can go everywhere. I wish it worked like that, but, uh, <laughs> no, she don't, she's not the one paying the bills. Uh, our finances are separate. Um, she's offered to help. And I'm like, I tell her now that I'm not letting her pay for racing. Um, but we just, we wing it. We get by this year. I bought a van from, uh, our local, uh, in Indiana, there's a gas station company that is kind of, it's family express. It's kind of like a speedway or something like that. That's yeah. gas and uh pizza and everything. Well, I seen one of their vans on marketplace and it was marked way down, marked way down. And I knew where it was. So I actually drove up to their shop to look at it and called the owner and, um, he was straight up like, I've gotten no hits on this thing. I would almost pay you to take it. Uh, uh -huh. Bring a thousand bucks and it's yours. It's got this issue. I can't figure it out. And uh, I'm like, it, it's a Duramax. I'm like, I can get, I can get my money back in the motor alone. So okay, yeah, thousand bucks. Pick that up and had it, yeah, had it running in about four hours. <laughs> um, it wasn't running. We had to jump start it and no power steering, no power brakes. You're strong. And, uh, you can handle it home. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah got it home built the inside out um right now we still don't we still we haven't fixed the power steering i just bought a bunch of quartz to power steering fluid uh, saves on gym members but, uh, i love josh yeah, greco no, no the more you talk i love josh greco I know, I, I, we're I making was... a flow chart over here josh you don't worry <laughs> yeah and I'm not joking. I'm not. I'm not busting your balls. Like it's impressive. I love no, it's, a amateur guy. Kevin's yes. inspired yes. for real. Hey, and there are so many people that listen. To this. Guys, All sorry. seven guys that listen to this are like, that dude is literally. You hear the stupid. Everybody, how you doing? I'm living the dream. There are so many motocross guys right now are going. That dude's doing. He's living the dream. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, no, I just, I love riding my dirt bike. I'll be out here as long as I can. Billy just gave me hope for 10 more years after Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. How old are you now, Josh? So, I'm 31. That's Do you have any old. kids anywhere that you know of? No, none that I know of. Good for you. <laughs> what a great answer. Like, seriously, of all the He didn't races, even laugh or nothing. No. He's just like, no, none that I know of. You turn pro at yeah. age, what, 16, 17? Yeah, I started getting my points two days before I turned 16, and four weeks later had them. I actually, my first Pro-Am, I raced Super Mini the same weekend. Oh, my um, gosh. That's awesome. Then, <laughs> Come on. Yes. Yeah, 
six months of being off of a 150R at Race Glen Helen National and qualified. Wow. That's killer. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that is so, unbelievable. No, I love these stories. I'm a privateer guy. I love dudes that do it in the back of a van. If you do it with a Hooters waitress, whatever, man, you marry that woman. Hey, she's just, you we, yeah, we talked to married in September. Good for awesome. you. Oh, Congratulations. Right Congrats, yeah. So, actually, last year, uh, um, we had a, a jeweler sponsor I, I came up with last year. Um that we were working out a deal and i said uh basically you guys get diamonds cheaper than <laughs> obviously i can so right. let's work out a diamond ring that i can't afford and <laughs> it's cheaper on you guys than paying money yeah and uh got her a ring way out of my budget and uh, oh yes <laughs> when, when i proposed she actually looked at it and thought it was fake she goes seriously <laughs> i go no it's serious don't lose it it was expensive and <laughs> and she kind of looked at me like what and i'm like it costs more than a dirt bike don't yeah, lose it you put like, your risk at li- your life wow. at risk there hell yes that's, that's funny awesome. man yeah, that's so so cool. the state stores was with me um they're out of toledo they they hooked it up great they came back this year um yeah they they're probably one of my favorite sponsors because obviously it's a uh a lifetime commitment so <laughs> yeah Lock you're gonna your need wife. to spend yeah. more. Yeah, you're gonna need to do things more. What I'm hearing, Josh, is that you are super creative and resourceful in order to keep a a pro career going this long. Yeah. So, so like what we talked about earlier was like my brother turned pro, did like two or three years. Like that was like okay, dude, it's time to like it's not happening. So, at what point well, have what? No, I'm not saying this. I'm not. Like uh, what? No, he's just telling your story. Yeah, I'm just saying our story. So this is why I'm fascinated with your story. Like, at what point have you gone? All right, well, it's not working. Or, I mean, hell, it sounds like it's worked. Yeah, and you're having fun. It seems like it's working great. So several years ago, not mentally, as in like, I don't want to say like I wasn't depressed in any way, but I wasn't happy with racing. I I was saying it's not worth it. I. I I don't want to be here. Like the the paycheck ain't worth it. We're risking getting hurt. All this and uh, I went and worked a normal job at a dealership for six months and was like, this is way too boring. I'm making better money, but it's boring. I'm going back racing. Yeah. So I asked for weekends off. I was only gonna run West Coast Lights, and wanted to race. And the dealership would not give me Friday Saturdays off. Oh, no. And I said right then. I said I said all right. I'm quitting then. And they, they were kind of like, what? And I go, I'm quitting. I'm not happy here. I'm going racing. Mm. And uh, I was trying to make it work with both because I was making good money. But uh, no, I went back to racing and since then have been in so much better of a mood. Uh, doing good or not, I came off and I'm, I'm, I appreciate it a lot more. I'm happy to be here. So we we make our deals work. We do it cheap as possible. Like I said, I bought this van for a thousand bucks. I, I built mean, the interior out. Thousand dollars. You know I could. Dude, even get I want to sponsor home. this guy. I don't have any money, but I want to give you money. Like, well, I don't make enough money, but I want to help you out. I think the best thing, the coolest, yeah. like you've got a future. Even when you decide to retire from racing, you can go to any factory and be like, "I'm going to manage your team and cut your budget by ninety-five percent." Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hey, we're we're trimming all the grinders. Yeah, I'm racing for you. I've got that. Yeah, I'll save I'll all those the, salaries. <laughs> we should we cut all the salaries out. No, we're we're a fan. Like I was, we were talking about Mike Brown. So I Mike was actually 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got a funny story about Mike go. Brown, too. No, let's go. Oh, the, God, let's here go. it goes. Let's go. Um, my fiance was in work one night, actually, about a week after the nations. And she goes, uh, a guy in here na- named Mike Brown is in here. And, and he's the 125 championship uh, from 2001. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, donations was last week. So yeah, he might be up there flying out of Chicago or something. And, uh, cause we're only, we're only an hour from Redwood. So I'm like, I'll be up there in a little while. I get in there and she kind of points to him and, uh, and I come walking up and I just shake my head. It's some drunk dude that looks all drugged out. And oh I know immediately God. it's not Mike, obviously yeah. I know it's Mike. Well, well, the guy, uh, the guy's sitting there talking to me, and he's so drunk. I'm like, I'm not gonna bring up that I know Mike, and this ain't that he's not him. So I'm just kind of like, kind of calling dudes bluffs. And I was honestly, I was being a dick. But uh, <laughs> some other people walk in and uh, that follow racing and stuff, but don't really know. And he goes, "Oh, hey, I'm Mike Brown," and shakes the guy in his dad's hand. And he knows a lot of weird facts that is like enough that someone that doesn't know Mike will believe it. Oh my god! And uh, I'm just like calling him out on it, and like just little things. And then at the end of the night, he's all, "Well, can I get your number? We can ride sometime." I'm like, "No, like, no, <laughs> no, I don't like riding with <laughs> your anyone. whole existence all, is well, built on a like, lie." Yeah, I never brought it up. I don't want to fight a drunk dude in Hooters. <laughs> so, but uh, he leaves, and and I already texted my fiance like, "This ain't Mike Brown." While she was working, and. She's all, she's like tripping out. What do you say? Like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, no. Well, afterwards, she's never seen him since. I ran into Mike at, at Straight Rhythm the, that year, the last year they ran it, and I told him about it. And he's all, why would they be acting like me out of anyone? <laughs> like, it was it was funny because the dude's like trying to get my phone number and ride with me and stuff. And I'm like, I would obviously know you're not Mike once I see like you. Like Mike dirt, Brown does. You know, he's always begging for people to ride with him. And then when he gets there and he's slow yeah. as crap, are you not going to be like, hey, man, remember when you were champ? Right, dude. How do you, how, how do you have like 20-something championships? Yeah, like, how'd you do this? No, I, I know I'll, Mike can still whip my ass on the bike, so. Yeah, he's I fast. was dumb, and I said Mike Brown. I meant Kevin Walker when I was. So our comparison was when Kevin Walker came out of of amateurs he turned pro and i'm pretty sure he didn't spend much time racing on the national circuit he just went he went immediately to mega series series. local stuff made good money and he's done it ever since so that that was my i've raced on that muddy three right the dude owns the place it's fast yeah so my 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 question was like the like who like he decided early on I'm going to race local, Just keep it regional make a, make a bunch or of money, and then everybody else, like you, my brother, everybody else, I have to give it a shot to run yeah. the big stuff. I went pro I went pro as soon as I could. That year was easy to go pro, and we weren't going to chase amateur titles. I wasn't. I'm not going to say I was fast enough. I just wanted to be pro. Mm-hmm. That's That was my, to get my goal. And, and To get yeah, laid, say yeah. it. Yeah, right. It, it wasn't as it wasn't as great as I thought as a kid would be. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, like it was okay. still hard, but honestly, no. It, it, like the after parties, I never flaunted. 
I was pro. I never talked about being pro. I wasn't one of those guys. The I way was, Mike Brown did. I was extremely. <laughs> the way whoever that Mike Brown guy was. Up as a kid. <laughs> right. You seem more humble than that. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I was, I was extremely cocky as a kid through middle school, high school. Like, I was. I, but when I was pro, I was still in high school. I was in 10th grade. So I, I can't say when I was pro, I was humbled. But I humbled out around 20 when, uh, after a few years of privateerness. Yeah. So, um, no, I just, I enjoy racing. I enjoy the fans. I enjoy the traveling. Um, it's just, I'm going to do it as long as I can. I, every year I meet new people and, and get cool opportunities and just have fun. So that's, that's why I'm still out here. I don't think my best is yet because, uh, the last two years, I've had my best ever timed qualifying yep. in both classes. And uh, wait, so I, t- uh, so tell me about that. I, so you go back to the truck, you're like, "Holy shit!" It's like the fastest I, I've ever qualified, uh, best like, I've ever qualified. The, like, so tell me your best, so, your best race, your best so, day. Whenever Josh Greco was the man, give me Josh Greco's best day ever. I don't know about entire day. I'm just, I'm, I'm really good at hot laps. I can throw a, a fast lap down. Usually right. I've gotten better through the years at that. But, uh, like I said, right now I'm having such issues breathing. I could go and qualify good. I just can't make it through the heat race. Yeah. Um, but I didn't run lights for 10 years. I didn't ride a 250 cause the 450 paid more. When I went pro, 250 was only paying 230 for a night show, Jesus. so it wasn't worth staying 250. We went up to 450 yeah. and got the speed we needed to make it in the night show. I like the um, we talk to me, yeah. talk to me third party, bro. <laughs> I'm, Keep I'm going. So, Keep... I'm used to that. I know. Sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. Uh, I'm like, we love it. Feed me third party, bro. Well, well, the we is also the fans behind me, the the, yeah. friends, right. the family, right. everyone up there. It's. Dude, you've got Josh Greco fans right here. We're gonna we're gonna check in with Josh Greco every quarterly, weekly, whatever it takes. I like. I'm pretty sure I've heard you guys. I'm pretty sure I heard you guys uh, at Atlanta. Oh, what was it? Two years ago, three years ago, saying how did I get that lap time? Actually, Um, no. I really, I I really like when the whoops are gnarly. Yeah, that's yes. my strongest point. I I'm I'm weak awesome. in the corners and the ruts. And uh, Atlanta a couple years ago had really a really long hard set of whoops, and I I can make it through them. I'm not gonna say I hit them extremely fast. I just hit them good. So take and, me, take uh, me back to your best day. Your best Josh Greco. My best. Anything day. stand out Shoot, where my, you were like, heck yeah, that was a good. Only guy. <laughs> My best day was probably San Diego this year. <laughs> um, I, I missed the main by one, but we we qualified good. And in the in the LCQ, I snaked around the outside and was like I said, I was dying breathing, but I was just slow and steady trying to hang on to that fourth place. And then when I got passed into fifth, I was just Fuck. hoping there was a mess up and I can get into that fourth place spot. But after I I missed it, and yeah, it's a bummer. It's whatever. But I'm not mad about it. I had a good race. I I know with my health this year, I kind of came into it like, 
let's just get through the season and see what we could do. I'm not expecting to make a main this year with my health. I know I'm not where I need to be. I have five hours on the bike since last year at Salt Lake. I tore my PCL and I didn't ride a bike until November. So, and I only put five hours on Supercross before A1. I can flow, only do two laps at a time. chart's incredible right now. Yeah. We're documenting all this yeah. as you say it. I mean, it's like you're the eternal optimist. I, I can feel it. I feel this. I feel like I could go. I'm, I'm going to go qualify. Where you're where, not going to. You're no, not Josh Kricka. Nor not. I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not. Either. We are not. We all as, combined as yes, three people yeah. don't have enough skill to add damn up to it. you, Josh. I mean, damn, dude. But I can feel that you are eternal. You always have. I can feel the optimism. I love this. You always are looking for the best out of yeah. whatever your day. And heck, some days your result isn't indicative of how good you rode. And so I've, or I how good you he that. felt. We yeah. felt. Well, Josh, John yeah. may want to talk to you, Josh, about some personal coaching yeah. because he's got, you know, you obviously want it. You want you it want bad. It. And we have an employee of the month thing here yeah. on our show. And John's never won the employee of the month. And so he ever, we, I want to win it. He doesn't want it bad. We want to win it during but, the show. I want to we, win it. John, Nick is we, yeah, Nick, we wants to win it. That's right. So I'm willing to do what it takes, just like Josh, and you haven't, Me, you haven't done that. Yeah, I don't, John. I don't so, step up. Josh, uh, back, back to you. I, I, I haven't even gotten to the nitty-gritty on uh, the uh, bike maintenance and, and all that. That seems gnarly. So, yeah, tell us about I hear that you talking about washing the bike. I mean, that's hard to well, race. Well, and his fiance is washing it and doing goggles. And no, all I'm that. washing the bike. He's helping with the goggles and helmet and everything else. But, Jesus, uh, dude. After San Fran's mud race, oh, we uh, cleaned the bike, WD'd the chain, and it was ready to go for San Diego. That was it. Race. That was uh, it. So that sounds like my level. They, the, only, the only reason I changed a clutch, which was last year's clutch, too. I ran it all last season. It was still good because I don't put that much time on my <laughs> bikes. Right. Uh, the only reason I changed the clutch is I had one in the box. Hell and yes. uh, as I pulled it out and went to do it, I'm like, oh, I don't have oil right now. So I had to actually borrow oil Saturday before practice. I had to go around the pits and find the oil that I like, which is Shell Rotella, cheap oil, yeah. uh, diesel oil. 1540, that's right. My bike, everything. Uh, this one was 1030, actually. What? <laughs> a little, a little yeah. You said diesel. I'm just saying. But uh, it was it was barred oil. I had to put it in with the new clutch. So the only that's the only reason I even did an oil change in the clutch because the bike was good to go. Um, I do keep up on at least that maintenance, oil, air filter, that stuff. But uh, I'm horrible about like checking tire pressure. I haven't even checked my fork fork pressure. God, you're my guy. On the west. Sometimes coast. I'll ride this three laps. Guy. I'll ride three you're, laps before I remember that the bike has air forks. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, and I'll get. I'll be well, like, "Oh dang, this thing's got air forks." If if it don't feel wrong, then it feels then right, baby. If it ain't, yeah. if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, dude. Like, you it, are talking listen, my language I, right now. If everybody listening to this show right now, Josh Greco is your guy. Yes, uh, go see him in the pits. Josh, yeah. what's the next race you're gonna make it to? I'm I'm here in Arizona. I pretty much drove straight here after Anaheim. Actually, well, not straight here. I went out to King of the Hammers for a few days out in the desert and hung out. Did you see Hubert? And then uh, I was, uh, I didn't get to see him, no. Okay. Uh, I was actually, I was hanging out with the bands. Uh, our our Rock and Turf sponsor had a VIP all access, so we were hanging out back with the bands and everything. I was 
I was God up dang. on stage while ADD was playing. That's so awesome. Oh. Yeah, he's got a Josh back, has a hard life. Listen, back to your next race. Where are you gonna be? Glendale. Glendale. We're in Arizona, yes, Glendale. We're here. All We're right. here since Are you coming Saturday, back east? Any time? I was watching. I'll be doing all the rounds. Um God. I wasn't gonna do Seattle, but I figured out how to how to pull it off. Okay. So this year we'll be in Seattle. Uh West Coast is lights, obviously. Um that's why I kind of wasn't going to do it, but with, I don't want to say the lights class is easier, but with how much of a chance I have at making the main in the lights class, I don't want to miss a round and that chance be zero. Yeah. So, right. So, so we're going to go down there. So you'll do that and then you'll head east and do some of the east coast stuff. So he's going to every round. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do every round here on out. I just wasn't making the drive to Detroit this last weekend. It, financially wasn't smart I, i'm not in a points chase so why go to detroit to lose money yeah. even if i qualify well and whatever i still would have been negative all right so, so now you are now just, our, you are now our guy i'm i'm not even kidding i'm <laughs> gonna follow you round around we may skip around but god dang we're gonna get you like our seven listeners yeah are we, gonna, we we may just have to set up our stuff the army it's your pit the winners take y'all army. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have a good I'm gonna have a good uh little hospitality zone under my pit. <laughs> I got I got rock and turf bringing me some some grass some, some grass to and, your van. Uh, we'll bring you uh, some grass. My, yeah. So it's Greco nine seventy six is your Instagram. Oh, you said. Yep. Okay, Dude. we're no, yeah, Look at your be, phone before you guys ask. I know I know you're gonna ask before you guys ask. Yes, I have a pet raccoon. No, yep. she does not travel with me anymore. We, we, we heard about that. Yep. Pet, yeah, pet it's raccoon. It's got its rabies shots, right? Yeah, she's got all her shots. She's uh, she's spoiled. <laughs> I thought you might say <laughs> but, uh, no. You hesitated for half a second. There, there was. And it made me wonder. Dude, if I'm goes, such no, a fan. Man. Like, I love the guy. Loves dirt bikes. Loves throwing it in a thousand dollar van. Extra resourceful. Fingers we're, crossed. You can look <laughs> at your Instagram. We're following you. We right, are definitely right following now. you. And we're you're we're gonna get at in, least brother. two more followers from us yes. easily. Because winners take y'all already. Dude, follow we're you. huge. Yeah, winners take y'all. Huge. We followed you personally. And we'll get on your right OnlyFans on. too right to on. check your feet yes, out. Yes, your feet and your <laughs> raccoon, whatever yeah, weird yeah. stuff you're in. He already uh, said uh, it's not uh, for uh, feet. Hey. I, I can't say what's on there. You got to pay the subscription to see. <laughs> exactly. I mean, oh, is, is it for me? Is it just me? Is it pictures of my dog? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It could be the raccoon. Find out. Who knows? It could, it could be the be manager anything. of Hooters. Hey, the what, guy Daryl. What's the raccoon's name? Mike. Zoe. Zoe. Why Mike, man? Zoe. I mean, it's obviously Zoe. Mike the raccoon. Get any complaints okay. about twenty-five pounds. I had a friend with a raccoon when I was younger, you know, and I, I never knew what the heck. I don't know how to act, get around. I don't know how to act around a raccoon. So what do I do? I'm like, hey man, hey, this thing's wild. Hey, what's animal. up, raccoon? It's how a wild doing? animal. Yeah, man. So, what's up, raccoon? How's your mother? It's a lot of work. It's a lot How's of work. Your it's a lot of work. See, yeah. y'all think it, y'all are taking hey, this lightly. What's going on? How's so, your mother? How's yeah, your mother? I, you obviously have some people that help you. Dude, we are fans. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I love these stories. I love privateers with God. with raccoons and. Hooters waitresses. Raccoons. We may just have to check in with you every week Dude. for, his, for no, the, seriously. the weekly story. You got to have them. You like, have some crazy roadside stories. There's some flying stories. J's, some yes. Bucky's, some crazy shower stories. Oh, 
fuck you. No, no, I got a shower in the van. I do. I built a shower in it. That's a smart move. Freaking lonely truckers. It's my favorite thing. I can pull off the track and rinse off and not be sticky for the next 30-hour drive. Yeah. I can Um, tell you taking a shower with all those truckers at the truck stop gets old. I'm I'm sticky in five minutes. (laughs) The the best truck stop shower shower slash bathroom. Yummy. Little Little America. So on the way to like Seattle or whatever, up eighty. Yeah. Little America and uh, is it Wyoming? They actually have jacuzzi tubs and showers. Now that might sound nasty getting in a trucker tub, but I I'm all about a no, hot bath. So it's all I can do to not start talking like a potential trucker <laughs> and and throw down a scenario <laughs> and some music and Truck, like hey, trucker jacuzzi. Why are y'all I, in the heart shaped jacuzzi? Yeah. yeah, all I picture is the heart-shaped jacuzzi care. like on Dumb and Dumber. It's class. It was nice, yeah. not not classy like this. Wait, wait. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin they may have, have had a little stop. fireball. Josh. They have truck stop jacuzzi, heart-shaped jacuzzis at trucks. They have Valentine's Day specials. Uh, the truck stop in my hometown has a chapel in it. Oh my gosh, dude! You could get everything fixed up there. You get married. Yeah. Yeah, you could get married. Get laid. What if you get <laughs> married <laughs> at the truck stop? Oh no, we already we already have our our uh, we're going out of the country. So Where to? We want to go. Never been. Latvia. Please tell me you're not we're, going we're to going Latvia. Switzerland. Switzerland, Switzerland. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so nice neutral country. <laughs> yeah, we thought angry. you were going to say Latvia uh, for a second. <laughs> again, with my with my planning, the FIM Explorer Championship is the same weekend in Switzerland. This dude's for going e-bikes. Uh, what? I'm, I'm trying to get a ride over there the same week, so it pays for my my wedding. See, trip, resourceful, so. genius, I'm, Josh Greco, dude, is resourceful. you're our guy. I love this guy. Yes, yes, so, this is good. I I told her I said if if we get to if I get to race it, we're going for the four days out of our twelve there. I'm sorry, but it'll pay for our entire trip. If yeah. I don't get to race it, we'll go one day and meet the teams, try to get on a bike. And line it up for next year on our anniversary trip. Yeah. For it. yeah. Yeah. So, so that, uh, I go, like I said, she's out of my league. So I go up and over the top for everything. Her I, rings. I would too. Big and, and, and is the your, wedding is going to just me and her going to elope out there. Just somewhere beautiful. Josh. I just I want to give her the best I can. Yeah, I'm with you, man. But is your wiener McAdoo? Like, is that thing? I'm not answering any of those questions. That's only for her to know. And see, Kevin, you hey, you have to pay for the content on OnlyFans to get those answers. (laughs) Just subscribe. You have to subscribe. subscribe. Those are for subscription. See, Josh, what happens is there's always a line, and Kevin's like. I'll, I'll just keep going until line. I cross the, the line, McAdoo and then I'll be like, "Oh, it's too far." Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna. I'm not shy. I'm not embarrassed. I'm just not gonna talk about. Yeah, I mean, that. I Good. think you gotta hey, be. A sounds honorable. like you're honest to me. When you yeah. get at something, don't ever yeah. do it for free. <laughs> when you got something good, <laughs> hey, hey, that's McAdoo wait, missed wait, the boat. Like wait, you, he should have been as smart as you and put it on OnlyFans. Only yeah, just free content yeah. out there. 
Like, dude, you should have <laughs> yeah. totally. You can't just give it away for free. I don't. I don't get why he didn't pull in the pits and just get one strip of duct tape laid over that. Dude, oh. it seems so painful and so scary. Imagine one piece of roost. Yeah, talking to another rider, just hitting you in I, the balls, I, dude. Somehow, You're wh- okay. No, no, no. So happens all the time when i'm like rolling the first lap of practice and your wiener falls and you're out. cold it's still cold or that whatever. thing just falls out just right on the pit. no he's right. talking about roost hitting oh. him with his pants oh, on my bad it still hits yeah. him right in the so, junk and hurts fair enough right on the tip like i'm gonna say 30 percent of the time god that would be so gun shy of that I, first lap I've, oh no! I finally learned to just hang way back from everyone because I'm so tired of it happening. Like, <laughs> lap two, we're so, fine. We're good on lap yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm on a hot lap and adrenaline's going, it's different. If I'm rolling and it hits and I don't have any blood flow going, God. Like, yeah, we've I, all been right hit now, once I'm, or twice. What sucks is your condition now to like you can't really lay down a hot lap till you get hit in the dick with a rock first, and then you can go. Then you could like yeah, your now, your body's now, conditions. Yeah, now you're good, right? Yeah, yeah. So no, I wouldn't do it with it dangling out. I've I've Dude. raced desert. I'm actually I'm doing the Baja one thousand this year mm. with my health and all. Everyone with your wiener why. in or out. But, uh, so do you yeah, have a team with, with on that? In, but you gotta you gotta you, um, you're not soloing no, that, right? No, we're, I'm I'm soloing it. I'm oh, God Almighty, dude. Josh Wrecker. Is there anything no supercross racers ever finished it? Really? Okay. Solo. I didn't know that. Solo, huh? So, Seems like Mouse McCoy so, tried. He was not a really a supercross. Um, but he, he finished it. He, yeah, he, but he, he was won. a mini bike racer. The he wasn't. No, no, not a supercross guy. The only one I know that raced supercross that ever tried it was Pastrana. Pastrana. And he didn't finish. I nope. don't know if he wrecked or had yep. bike issues or both. Iser was, was on that team. So, yeah. And they didn't finish? Nope. But The trophy truck burned Well, now I'm saying solo. No. Solo. Yeah, right. Iron Man on a motorcycle. All right, what are so, you going to ride for that? That van, that $1,000 He's not taking the van. It's a no. motorcycle. Okay. I'm hoping to pull off a Husky 501 for it. Okay. Oh, John's got one you um, can borrow. Yeah. John will shit It'll it be in nice yeah, shape. I just need to borrow it for one little race. I only need it for one <laughs> week. Vet owned. <laughs> Low only ridden downhill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy I can finally sell my bikes as vet owned. Yeah, hey man, you finally run, say that. I can run two vet classes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Josh written. Greco, my God, Baja One Thousand Solo. I mean, that is an well, epic task. Let me tell task. you, I w- I went to uh, I was on the Baja Peninsula recently, mm-hmm. and Rockin all with. it made me want to do was ride. All, like every day, I thought about the Baja One Thousand. We just walk, we'd ride out and see the terrain, Mate love. like driving somewhere, and I was like, in the sand. Just, God, how badass is this? Mate I want to ride so bad. Yeah, Mate love. exactly. I grew up in the high desert in California. I grew up in the high desert, so I raced a little <laughs> bit of desert when our motorbikes were blown up. And uh, So I you was, do have some little bit it. of history in this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a desert racer, but I did run but a you're few about to be. right before I turned pro on big bikes. You're about to um, be whether you like it or not. And, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a desert rider out there. I ain't going out it wide open. How long I'm, would that I'm take? I'm gonna ride it smart and it, it should be about twenty to thirty hours. Uh this year will be a shorter loop than normal. Um it's well not normal, but 
every few years it changes a little. Like this last year was the longest one. It was 1,340 miles, God where this year's dang. only like 840. What time so of year this is year's going to be quite a bit. November. November. Okay. So I rode 1,400 so, miles in Idaho, but it took me seven days. So <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine how you're going to have to really plan for food and water and just trying your fiance to fiance yeah. coming to this like what are we doing you what should are drink, we better yeah, drink a big be, bottle of water we you go. we still be in the van um that thousand dollar van my chase, my chase van yeah so her my mom and my mom's boyfriend are gonna drive my van and meet me at pit stop okay so you will have a I'm team gonna, you will have a an effort dude i love this a, a chase a chase crew more yes. or less um his mom that way with my, his wife yeah yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. You um, just need people. You need help because right. this is a an yeah, undertaking. I, just, I need the parts in the van. So if I do ruin something, I have the spare parts. And then having food in the van. Um, if I need anything, I I have my van. Does that I'm all right, Josh? For Baja Pit. As we get closer, we yeah. we not not you, but we okay. as we get closer, we're gonna have a GoFundMe. We're gonna we're gonna have to help you. Make this happen. This is going to be expensive. Like we so we have the air filter yeah, budget. That's, that's the biggest undertaking on it. The Baja One Thousand. The entry fee is roughly five grand. Oh, shit. And then everything else know. that goes into it. It's going to be a twenty a twenty thousand dollar race. And I'm not saying how I'm many late night shifts. How many? Like seriously, your fiance is going to have to really step up. She's not paying. He keeps yeah, it separate. Uh, no. Yeah, no, she don't pay. See? She pays for her own things. I pay for my own, so we'd never complain about what we buy. So, so we don't complain about horses. what we buy. Hey, man, you're saving yeah, yourself from arguments and stuff. Yeah. She's got horses. She likes spending her money on okay. her expensive hair. And if I want to buy a dirt bike or okay. a van or a, a rifle, she don't complain. She, yeah, right on, dude. She buys, but, but uh, that's our best way of not. Yeah, no. well, now it's... Having issues. I didn't right. know entry was almost five grand to enter that race. They're That's, not making so any profit was, on that. I was told 3000 and then one of the racers told me 5000 So I believe it's 5000 I have to have SCORE, Baja, Mexico Insurance. I have to have SAP phones, Starlink, uh, GPS. Um, have to have a bike set up, fuel My everything. Space. Baja, Friend Baja Pits is... Hundred dollars. Bumble. How much what is, is Baja Pits? What's the Baja Pits? What is that? So they're basically another uh, pit crew that they'll carry the fuel. Um, oh, basically okay. just the fuel, but so you can pull in there and get to your. Stuff. Maybe maybe we can buy in. Maybe yes. we can just be your pit so, crew. We'll just winners take y'all. We'll just other take a range. Other than that, though, if if I want it. I don't even, it's no pro payback on solo. Only the teams have a pro payout. Wow. So me solo on it, if I win it, I don't get nothing. I get a, a medal that says, good job, you finish. Well, how about but we come out that's and. That's what I'm doing it for. John and I ride like two miles each, and then you get the pro payout yeah. if you win it. Well, that way, because that's a team, you know. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to run those guys' pace out there. The, the teams, <laughs> they go out and pre run it and are just wild. I'm. At this point, I'm not even pre-running. I'm just showing up. So this is more like a personal. This is like a personal goal. Personal Johnny Greco bucket list. I've wanted to do it. 
I've wanted to do it since I was 15. I actually got team rides offered out there when I was 15, but my mom for one wouldn't let me. She's like, you're not dying in Mexico. Knowing me at 15, I would have held it wide open. You would have been, she's going to let you die. the desert. 16 years later, you can die now. (laughs) Yeah, but he's riding with a smart. But she'll be there. You can die now. Yeah, I'm now, now I'm riding smart. I'm not going to go out there and just be wide open. My goal is just to finish. Once we get to the halfway point, if I'm in the lead or near the lead, the goal is going to shift to try You'll to slightly win. adjust your strategy, right? Pin it. We yes. are going to pin it For to now, win it. He has athletic maturity. He's okay. going with the brain. He's not going down there just pinning the first section. I just, I just want to be able to finish because whether I finish first or seventh, I get die. I get a finisher medal in the fifth. Listen, D- Josh, no. Johnny, you, Johnny G. What? No, Josh. Listen, what? did Kevin? Do you like know him? No, like from when you were a no, child. No, we don't and, know each other at all. No, I'm calling him Johnny, and his name's Josh. Yeah, but were you? Ra- did you ever race? And Kevin was your announcer. Um, like Loretta's or Oak Hill or no, he doesn't know no, me so at I all. Never, I never raced Loretta's. I know you a little bit, Kevin, and I've ran into you at I Tongue mean, and Groove. Okay, Tongue and Groove. Oh, <laughs> damn, wow, digging wow. back right here. Damn. Okay, yeah, and then I, I did, I did. I'm not. I've been at a lot of amateur nationals. Yeah. Um, not necessarily racing, but. Well, the only reason I ask, I, I just want to make sure you understand, like, the level of idiot that you're dealing yeah. with right now. Because <laughs> this dude, he is not my, trying my to be favorite, serious. My favorite videos are the, you got to bring back the uh, war. The war. Oh, that, the Forkner one recently. Yes. yes. Was, uh, you replayed the Forkner one. I just one did. Because he won. That was, uh, I, I agree with you, you Josh. Those, those are epic. Those are awesome. Give us a little, say something, say a. Like mother, dear, dear mother, mother. <laughs> the I war really. has been very unrelenting. Yes, my <laughs> Iser was a double. The guy that wrote them was my other host, David Iser, who is a history, political science double major. Come on, so he knew all about the, yes. how to throw like in every the right. every tree. Like he he sits when he goes. I sit under a sarsaparilla tree. Like those are indigenous to the area of Ricky's goat farm. Okay. I sit in a goat Sarsaparilla. farm. Yes, they, they are indigenous. Everything he writes about is so it's like damn historically spot on. accurate. And the race reports were accurate to a T from Weston Pike's account of catching a hay bale, pulling him off the bike. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I like, agree with you, Josh. Those were solid. That's some solid comedy gold right there. So, I yeah. just want to make sure you knew Kevin was a total idiot. That's awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I I got some I got some other funny incidents, but I don't want to bring that up on. Well, on if they're tongue and groove and people were naked on Honda fifties, <laughs> you know we don't need all that. Talk. No, it's it's the 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 comical part about announcing the women's class. All right, he's Kevin has stepped up into a few line uh, like <clears throat> landmines and didn't have anything happen to him. Yep, I got in trouble at uh, a women a women's race. Yep, <laughs> did you got pulled into the <laughs> office. Yep. Well, yes. although was Jimmy, for, I, uh, was it for? No, no, no. Was it for Daniel? Oh, Danielle, whatever. Yeah, we had to bite our tongue for yeah, that. Yeah, I remember. And all weekend you're saying Daniel. Dude, there <laughs> was a guy, Danielle. Danielle, there was a guy at Loretta's who had his whole media team, his legal team, ready to sue Sports Illustrated, 
Loretta's, everything. No. And they were like, if you ever, MX it was sports. it was a trans, yeah, it was a trans guy racing the women. I remember this story. Like, oh my god, if this happens, so yes, Danielle. God, that was a, that was hard on you. That was yes, because I just want to go. <laughs> I want to go nuts. Why are you out here? You have nuts. <laughs> yes, dude, Daniel. God. Yeah, it was a dude. He didn't. Hey, win I like it. that God. you got some dirt on him, Josh. Good for you, Josh. This dude is he is crazy. And so, you know, we're we're Josh. seriously inspired by your effort. And yeah. he called with the with good intention, but I he did. can't help but being a no, crazy. No, I did. I called because like I talked to Brad. He's like, we, we just casually mentioned you. He's like, this guy's been at it for like 14 years. I'm like, Real, he's been at it and never got yeah. fifteen. It's inspiring. Well, listen, we've it's awesome. got to, we we've got to plan some stuff when you when the races come back east. Yeah, man. Like we got to get together for sure when no. you come fans. back east. We're fans. You can stay at John's house is, when you come through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've uh, the whole thing with like budgeting and everything. I still never got into it. I I don't run a motor or anything. I slap a pipe on. Let's get go. Extension for a couple hundred bucks. And, Here we go. And throw a sprocket on it for Supercross. Well, like, that's pretty I don't nice have though. Have a motor. My four. No, my four fifty is so slow. Like, I I let Addison Emery, my buddy, uh, he has a YZ four fifty, and I let him ride mine at south of the border, and he did like two corners, and he was like, "Dude, I'm scared to jump this the finish line. Sucks. So slow. <laughs> I just like, meant today's like, motorcycles are good enough. So fast. You know that you could oh, that you no, could do that. It needs more. I wish I I wish I could run a 480. <laughs> um, I mean, that could happen. I want I want to ride I want to ride one of those Starks on a Supercross track. I have endless torque immediate. We yeah. did get to ride but, the Starks uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know how they'd be on a Supercross track. We were just ridiculous. Yeah, we rode a Stark. I, I haven't got to ride one yet, but if you follow me now, you'll see the stuff I do on a Suron and uh and I just got a Suron last year, first e-bike ever, and now I'm like Oh, I want to ride anything electric. Like, yeah. All right, Josh, tell me. I have on tell me your best finish in a Supercross or a motocross. Um, twenty. Let's see, twenty twelve, back when they were still considered mains but non points paying the East West Shootout. Yeah. I got thirteenth in the West Coast main. Okay. Right on. Damn, that's so, East and West Coast boys. Um, how how the hell did you even make it? No, to... that's just just West. Just west, not it was when it was a separate. west main and an east main. Oh, they would run a west main, west main then an east main. main. Yep, I remember that. Where now, now it's heat races and then mains. Which then, right. my okay. personal, my my personal opinion, if you have to qualify top twenty, it should be considered a points paying main no matter what. I agree. Like I whether it's east west and then they combine. You have to qualify top twenty to begin with, so it should be points paying and a main, but yeah. that'll never change. Hmm. So that's my best ever technically record finish. Other than that, uh I mean I've qualified sixteenth in times and I've done that in both dry and muddy conditions. I oh, wow. tied with it at San Francisco. Yep. Uh this year in mud, which I truly believe I could have qualified first at San Fran. I had first practice, the best chances. Yeah. Like, like we had we had an advantage being first practice. So I don't want to say like I'm great in mud. I'm I'm saying I had an advantage. You just had a better track. Um, yeah. My 16th place time, I rolled through the rhythm and I single, single, singled the second triple. <laughs> I did the other triple and I did the finish, but I pretty much rolled the rest and I got 16th where. 
I had a really good lap going. I did the step on step offs and I came up on the second triple and someone was there. I moved over and doubled it, but I went over the bars. I like stuck God and went over the bars. So I think that would have been a, a first place lap. Yeah. I really do. I needed five seconds for first and I rolled the other lap and got 16th. So yeah. that would have been incredible. I, I don't think I'll ever get that lucky again, but like I said, Billy gave me hope for 10 more years. So we have 10 more years of chances. So uh, we'll see, but that's my best ever lights qualifying. And then 450. I don't know for sure, but I think 23rd is my best. And that was Atlanta last year. Okay. Yep. And time qualifying. Right. Okay. Do you, so, so you're coming to Daytona. Yep. I'll be at Daytona. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to race my 450 or race my 250 in the 450 class. Okay. Um, Choices. You're live. You're the live of, announcer. Yes. You're the, yeah. So Kevin will finally announce you. Dude, if at I, Daytona. I'm going to tell this right now. I, I will whore you out. He needs it. No matter yeah, where you're at. No matter that where Josh Greco's entry at. fee is coming, son. Dude. Baja. Yeah, so, I need to stack so up they, some dollars. Daytona's a, a love hate for me. I either I do really so. well or really bad. It doesn't matter. You're going to love it. Like, well, maybe this year will be a good You're going to love it when I'm done with you. <laughs> We're done announcing. When I'm done you. announcing, going to announce you too. You love don't, him. <laughs> don't make me sound. Don't make me sound too good because I no. do a fast lap and then a slow lap that I roll. So if I mess up okay. a lap, I'm rolling the rest uh, of it. He'll, okay. he'll know. And he'll be a no judge. Like, no, I'll be like he's yeah, injured. I know people look at me like, why is that? Why is that a pro out there rolling around? But I save energy to throw one to really then boom good lap and sling it. Yeah. No, but we're racing. Yeah. Like during heat races, if you make it to the fast forty, that's Christoph Purcell strategy. We're doing this. Christoph would ride around in I'm practice a, and throw I'm out a lap. Oh, after after my hot lap, I usually have to pull off and puke because I can't breathe. So okay. I I really do. If you see me lift my helmet, I am puking. That is we're not good. Uh, I, we're throwing up. I do it almost. I do it almost every weekend. I can't breathe. I exert all of my energy on my hot lap. All right, yeah. so pay attention, um, folks. Josh Greco is vomiting while he's riding. Yeah, Fair I could enough. do a montage of it if I put my 360 cam on. Oh, well, let's Jesus. see it. No, but, I don't want to see that. I want to. Yeah. I'll just let you. No. Just come to Daytona and. That's one of the. You know, look us up, and, tear and it up, I'm and all saying, that. I'm just saying it now. I'm just saying it now. I am not going to Razzles. <laughs> don't do that. He just drew a line. You'll Kevin. vomit there as well. You don't need to go, man. <laughs> no, man. No, I, you got I your got wife. Roof, You're good. I got roofied there. Uh uh-uh. uh. I got roofied there. Um, Sorry uh, about what, that. Three, three, four, four years ago. <laughs> Nick did that. I got roofied, and I, I didn't drink for two years. Nothing. I think that Nothing. was a smart I, move. I love, mar- I love margaritas. That's my, that's my thing. Like, yeah, a frozen margarita. I'm, I'm all about. The so, flavor, everything. So someone could, served you a drink, and it had something in it. We were at bottle service, and I don't know if they were trying to hand my fiance a drink, and she handed mm. it to me or what. I just remember. Or they I knock you out, and then you're unavailable to protect yeah. her. I ain't down with any uh, of that my kind buddy's of mom, crime or whatever that my, is. My buddy's mom actually helped carry me out. I, I remember pretty much bits and pieces through the night but i had no motor skills like i had to get carried out i slept once they got me to my van my dog is everyone knows don't go near my van my dog will eat someone if they open the door of my van 
Yep. So I remember in the car, my buddy's holding me and trying to get me to the door, and they go to open the door, and they go, is your dog going to eat me? And I just said, open the door and back up. Just open the door and back up. And uh, they got me to the front passenger seat, and I slept in the passenger seat hanging out of the van oh, and getting rained on. I woke up the next morning soaked. Were you not sick or like, something? You didn't catch something from oh, being wet and cold all night? After that? Oh, I was I was sick for like a week, like, but I don't know if it was from whatever someone slipped me or what. I just COVID. remember it was like the worst week of my life. Okay. I said, everybody stay away from him. COVID? Let him do his. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Yeah, say don't invite him to to Nothing. razzles. He's gonna ride. He's doing dirt. He's bike there stuff. to race. We are here to get Josh Greco in yeah. and out. Well, no, that's that's after the race. But yeah, doesn't no, matter. Not, you're not, not going. going no, you're not going. Yeah. We'll go for you. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll drink in we your might be, spirit. We might be at Froggy's. Okay. We might be at Froggy's, but not Razzles. Yeah, yeah Razzles is out, son. All right. All right, Josh, you have it's some. Not the place to be. You have uh, training, you have riding, you have work to do tomorrow. We're going to cut you short. Okay. Yeah. No, no worries. We're at the stadium. I'm not that. You see this awesome. weird pause? Wait, you're, you're already, already at Glendale? You're already there? I was here since Saturday. Oh wow! Dang. Are you helping with the track crew? Nice to get a feel for the environment. What are you doing? There? No, I pulled in and the gates were the gates were all shut. I had nowhere else to go, so I came and parked here. And then, uh, actually met up with some buddies that live here, other racers. And uh, yesterday we went snowboarding in Flagstaff. Oh, right that's awesome. on. So, that's a good day. That is living the life, right? I like it. Yeah, for I sure. I like it. And then we'll, uh, we'll see gonna, you in person when you head back east. Yeah, definitely. We'll see so it razzles. You guys will see the setup. Yep. I'll yeah. see. I'll no. see you in my van. No. Sweet dreams. Don't open this yeah. van door. You'll get eaten alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Josh, yeah. we are fans. We love this. We love dudes that just jump in their van and grind it out, dog. Do it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. you coming yeah, on, man. We enjoyed it. And we will check Definitely. in when you get some more of those killer moto stories. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me, and yeah, I appreciate it. All right, All right. kill it this weekend, brother. Definitely. Thank you. All right, Thanks. see ya. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Is it disconnected, dude, dude? What and and that's a you. I'm over here. I feel like a jerk now because I'm all. I'm complaining about the list you idiots put together. They want me to race this race, that race. Here's Josh Greco. This dude's in the parking lot of He's Glendale, already Arizona. there a week He's been early. There. He's been there for seven days, or he will be by the time the race comes. Right, you gotta Can get we there early. Uh-huh. I get we got asked, Mike or Grant or somebody said, Our Hey, chat. you wanna ride you wanna ride Baja? And I don't. I don't want to die. Who? Said, who asked? Mike <laughs> Hoffman, Grant's dad. Nick New Bill. Like, yeah. I'm I did, I can say yes no. for you. Yes. You don't want to go? I just don't want to die, man. <laughs> you got man, I love my kids, dude. You don't have to die. See, here I am. Um, I need to find this inner Greco. People don't die every. I mean, people do die. Seven people like not year. everybody the dies. Average is seven a year. I don't know. I picked a number. Well, that's solid. That's that's slightly less than the population of Latin. Probably less four. than one a year. Suck it, Latin. I don't think it's less than one a year. I do. I think it's less than one. Listen, a year. Listen, 
Here's how the dude was ranting outside that restaurant. You know, He's worried about a privacy statement. Listen, do, listen what, to this what, dude. How do we go from Baja to this? You tell me I know your dumb accent. You do that dumb. like you. Stop doing that. I can imitate this dude. Stop doing that. That's not good. Your redneck accent is so much better. Yeah, redneck Did, is better than that. That's yes. a guy that he, I know, but he's like, spoken so much. I'm telling worse. you, you're you're man. I'll tell you, that, <laughs> oh, that to shame. me, the cool thing about us with these that dumb, makes me laugh so shame. hard. Shame. But like, you do this right here. I drove that. all the way to damn California for a figured out how to change that phone. That's I know that we all have dumb southern accents, but. That's, least, funny that's legit. Though. Well, at least we're not like Larry the Cable Guy, where ours is fake. No, ours is no, we ours really developed what, whatever it is we right really now. We really are this stupid. <laughs> we are so dumb. We have to try. Let when we me meet people. kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> if so. you know what, Latvia, L A T. I got lats. Via can via working out. Look at this. I got a lap. Hey, show us, son. Don't you dare break our GoPro screen when you flex. Look at them last right there, Via. Did you see it? He just flexed six years off his life. Via's can suck it. He's six years younger. That's a V shape right there. He's 51. That's a V shape of my lats. My lats form a V. Yeah, that's all it is. I like I'm thankful that y'all circled back hardcore on Latvia and that way. Fuck you! you know? <laughs> They're not listening. They gave Kevin up. Kevin heard the apology. Had a half a I'm gallon of fireball. Uh, We're censored in Latvia right now. Yeah, right? they just. I mean, We're we just left out. the airwaves, right? Yep. But the prime minister did that, and I, you know, she said she would. I'll Let me make straight. sure it's a she. I'll get her straight. Prime Minister, check your email. Evica so, Selena, yeah, for sure, I, for sure, she for did sure. that. So we get invited to Baja. And you tell you you turned uh, it down. For I wrote Josh. Not looking to die. Kevin and Nick have given me a lot of other things I'm supposed to ride. It's I feel like a, we don't have anything in November. I'm the opposite of Josh Greco right now. We just go buy a big like XR six hundred. <laughs> Listen, See, more XRs. You you set your family up great. Yes. You yeah, are retired. Fine. Everybody's good. Your wife, your two kids, solid. They're if fine. you die, they're they probably don't miss better because that's one less person they drawing don't off the account. Yes. You know, like, they'll be sad. It takes 21 days to set a new habit. Boom. In 21 three, three days, weeks. they'll be used to I me not fasted. being there. They'll be used to whoever the new guy alcohol. is that comes yeah. in. <laughs> the new guy. <laughs> the new dad. Dude, he's going to suck. Hey, man. He's not even going to be radical. Like, I'm at least partially radical. I can do some radical things. This dude's gonna be he's gonna sit at a desk all the time. Dude's gonna be just you know what I mean? Like he just he won't be radical. He's gonna be laid up on Ra- your couch with his nuts hanging out. I know. Check It'll it be- out. Just like Mac and meatloaf. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Mandy, can I get some more of that meatloaf, John Ball? <laughs> can I get some more? All my this is the Everybody last. More meatloaf. It's the last meatloaf Everything that Dad bought us. Hey kids, let's go out to dinner. Your dad's paying. Yeah, this <laughs> is on your dad. Still paying. Remember your dad? Yeah, he pays. He's still paying. <laughs> For years. This dude ain't even got any money. Uh-uh. He just showed up and walked. He's into been like waiting. The, he's been like. He's been hoping. He's, he's been flying around like a bird. He's just, oh, he just been circling like a vulture. He's got a big macadong, and he just moved right into your spot. Dang it. 
And she's like, I always used to tell him that the big ones I hurt. That was bull. I was lying like hell to him. I love them big ones. I like God big rest his soul. Yeah, exactly. Take my, take my breath away. Take my breath away. So, yes. anyway, this guy's going to get disappointed if we don't do Baja. Will we do? I mean, I'm, I just don't want to die at Baja. You guys have committed. You don't have to die. Y'all committed to a lot of stuff. Me, not personally. Nick's but like, you, we can you go guys, to a million things in you California. You can Baja, too. It's a straight line. I have three hundred. Yeah, you bucks. do just go for I one. Three hundred dollars expendable capital. So stress <laughs> well, it you, out. Do you need to talk to Greco? Yeah, Greco gets because you on that a plan. right there, that's East Coast Supercross. <laughs> Greco, have you retired? Yeah, Greco be like three hundred dollars, <laughs> like just sitting there. <laughs> what Dude, you ain't doing nothing with? He bought a van. If for I went a to buy a van, bucks? if I went to buy a van, he's living in a thousand dollar van. I'm yes. in that business. I couldn't buy something I would drive across country in for a thousand bucks. Yeah, there's no way. Josh I, Greco. I, if I walked in, they'd be like, get "It's seventy nine thousand dollars." The ticket right. to get in the here. Same the same van. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Josh walks in there. They're like, "Man, we were gonna pay somebody." Uh, the ticket to, to bid on this van is a thousand bucks. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, decide. And he's yeah. in it. He's in that van right now. For a, yeah, seven days early. God to Glenn dang, Day. Josh. So Greco. how many people are on a Baja team? Four. I but he's know. he's riding solo. Oh, I understand. I'm not talking about him. Dude, anymore. you ever thought about, about trying to ride straight 24 hours? I, mean, I no, I've ridden a mountain bike race for six hours by myself. That'd be hell. And it wasn't. Very it wasn't fun. in the Mexico. The, hey, the last hour wasn't that fun. Do we have any listeners in Mexico? Because I am. I got a bad feeling. I might. Don't you know. I've, so. Maybe I've said Hopefully something. Hopefully not. Don't listen to us. <sighs> Okay, so just got nervous all the time. This show's been three hours and sixteen minutes. That's because you drank three gallons of Fireball, dog. That's why. Usually, Kevin's like, "That's it." I didn't know we were that far over time. All right, all right, (laughs) time. Somehow, a lot of times, Kevin, at the end, there's a song that plays. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. It's called Outlaw Funk. But listen, man, if y'all ever go to Flobama, that's for Florence, Alabama. And you go to that bar, look to the left of the bar, and you'll see this old dude leaned up on a garbage can, kicking it like he's on break, talking about, boss man said, you come in late. And that's how he talks. The whole He don't shut up. He talks. If he's awake, he's talking. And he's talking about other dudes he works with. Just go there and find it. Muscle Shoals, Flobama. Hey, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You might be joking like mm-hmm. that now. Boss man says you here. Dock your pay, boy. <laughs> oh and he did God. that kind of thing. You know Baja, what I'm saying? Baja in November. God dang you it. You got drive for that stuff. shopping. I'm going to start. <laughs> you going to ride that bullshit. We just get an XR650L just to street. We'll just put along. Well, can we ride it to Baja? Can we pull it behind the Goldwing? You can pre-run that yes. bullshit. And we'll pre-run it on the Goldwing to save our it's race. It's only bike. 800 miles. Yeah. Ain't nothing to it. Normally 1,300. Yeah, it's only 1,800 miles. It's oh, it's short? Yeah. It's vet yeah. Baja. Yeah. They shortened it for all the vet we, riders. They one, can't uh, breathe. XR650 probably doing one tank of gas. So we're already saving money. Yeah, we can't afford not to do yes. making money. We save three hundred bucks. Yeah, if you're saving that much, you're making that much. Good All night. right. Winners take y'all. Love you.